This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. ECDC. Good morning and welcome to the Buzz Adams Morning Show for this Tuesday morning. Uh, A lot has happened in the last 24 hours that we'll be talking about. Anybody who hates you talking about Trump is not going to like the show today. Did something happen? Or the news for the next... Well, or the news for the next 48 hours, yeah. probably. Uh, FBI descended upon Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence. So is it his residence? Does he live at the golf course? Is that what's going on? I believe it's a residence. <laughs> okay, but... But like the main one. They just say Mar-a-Lago. What which is, is also- a Mar-a-Lago? It's a resort, right? A, a, a it's a for, golf course. And- for, um- well, so I found this out about it. It has become considered a national treasure since 1980, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Is there a cemetery at that one? Or just- <laughs> <laughs> right. Has he buried any family members at that golf course? <laughs> anyway, the FBI looking for a classified documents. Uh, 15 15 boxes. 15 boxes removed from Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, according to them, uh, he uh, mishandled classified information. uh, And this this is on behalf of the National Archives, who's responsible for... Well, so I'm hearing the story uh, coming down yesterday. I'm thinking, now, Donald Trump has been involved in so much shady stuff. For most of his life, do you think they're gonna? Do you think they're gonna find some kind of smoking gun oh, there? Yeah. Oh, oh, you yeah. think they will? Oh, yeah. I think because that's wishful thinking. I no, know. it's not because he's being cited for just taking stuff. Now, I remember uh, they had photos. Did they check the toilets. Well, it's not just the toilets. <laughs> like he, he t- remember all the gifts that supposedly he didn't return, like gifts from. Other countries that were supposed to be kept by the government, and he ended up taking a few. You don't get to keep that crap. No, no. you don't get to take that stuff. No. Mark that off my list of reasons. I think to he was president. I think he was like, <laughs> take that box. I want that box. Just bring all those all right. back. Okay, and is this extraordinarily unusual? Well, yeah, for most, the, most president presidents to take- don't. And don't just take classified you. documents with them. Okay, I want that as a reminiscence. I want that. I'm going to frame that. All right, so. Yeah, this happened uh, yesterday. The FBI. You know who broke the story about the FBI raiding Mar-a-Lago? Trump himself. Trump Trump was the guy who tweeted about it before anybody else. So he broke the story about And now he's talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene's talking about defunding the FBI. Uh, A lot of Trump supporters are talking about getting rid of the FBI or breaking them down. And what? Defunding? Wait a minute. I thought we didn't like to defund law enforcement. What's going on? Also, a, a judge had to sign off on this. I mean, there had to have been credible uh, information for them to even get a warrant. Well, it's kind to, of, to get a warrant, to get a grand jury. You have to have a judge sign that. Yeah. You have to have a grand jury. You know, you have to have all these things in place that mean, oh, yeah, there's probably something. Uh, yeah. We'll find out. I mean, if anything, there are a lot of people who are saying... Oh, this is really going to galvanize his supporters, which are about 35% of the population who doesn't have any problem with anything Trump's done so far and would like to see him be president again. They estimate that's about 35% of the country that this is going to rally all of them. 
Um, I would like to say on a lighter note, but I can't do that. Megan asked me a question. Is there anybody who doesn't love Olivia Newton-John? I think everybody loves Olivia Newton-John, right? Uh, I'm indifferent. <laughs> Is Nico the one person? I'm indifferent about Sandy. Olivia Newton-John. She was Sandy, right? Yes. <laughs> she she was Sandy, yeah. yeah. Uh, Olivia Newton-John passed away at the age of 73. She had uh, breast cancer back in the early 2000, or even... Uh, in the early 90s. Yeah. And uh, it went in remission. She was in remission for almost 30 years. I think they said 27 years. Yep. And then it came back and it spread to her uh, spine. So Olivia Newton-John, a lot of uh, tributes pouring in. We've got uh, John Travolta saying very nice things about her. Of course, everybody's got a lot of really nice things to say about her. Olivia Newton-John. Over the years, she raised millions, tens of millions of dollars for cancer research. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Big face of, uh, of breast cancer research in the 90s, early 90s. And is uh, You're the One That I Want, is that a song that you sing at karaoke? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get yeah, up there with I, a bunch of gals, maybe yeah. from your sorority days. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Sing some uh, summer love. <laughs> Get your crush up there to summer sing Summer love. Um, so, yeah, uh, Olivia Newton-John has passed away. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. I might have been stepping in your territory there. I hope I didn't step oh, no, on your toes. Uh, what do you have coming up in entertainment news this morning? God, the news just gets weirder. Yeah. <laughs> Ezra Miller continues their rampage and has been charged with felony burglary in Vermont. Uh, But this isn't a new case. This goes back to something that happened. uh, What did he do? He broke in and stole something from a house? He did. Okay. How about if they do put out the Batgirl movie and don't put out the Flash movie? It's too late. They're, (laughs) They're totally committed to the Flash. I don't know. Like if... If Ezra Miller, I mean, he's flown off the handle, so I don't want to say if he flies off the handle, but if he does something extreme, like takes a bus full of school children hostage or something, surely they'll have to, at some point, they'll have to cancel the flash. If this stuff, I don't know, they need to put him under lock and key. It's like a hundred million dollar movie. Yeah. And it's finished, and I guess they want to put it out, but Ezra Miller just keeps being a complete psycho, so... um, all right, Megan, news headlines. We talked a little bit about the raid on uh, Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago resort and 15 boxes of documents and material being removed. They, Trump said, again, Trump was the one who broke the story. So he, he And I said he was tweeting. Of course, he's not tweeting because he's been kicked off at Twitter. Yeah. Truth Social. Did you read it. his statement or what he put out about it, everything? Not yet. No. It was basically, but what about Hillary's emails? <laughs> no, I swear to God. He goes on. But what about it, crooked Hillary's emails? He goes e- on about failed presidential candidate Hillary Clinton uh-huh. and, and her acid-washed emails. Apparently, he thought emails could be acid-washed like jeans. <laughs> <laughs> He used that. He used the term acid wash. I, I don't remember what, that term. Back when they were talking about Hillary's emails, they used some term kind of like there's acid. No su- there's no such thing called acid washing. Uh, there was something similar to that they that they called it uh, bleach. 
<laughs> I don't know. I forget. But that's it that's sounded crazy. It sounded crazy. What about crooked Franklin Delano Roosevelt? Right. He knew Pearl Harbor was it's just like <laughs> crooked Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> You're prosecuted in an old case. Right? <laughs> oh uh, man. So other than that, what do we have coming up at news? Today? Well, Buzz, some local stories. The El Paso Police Department has been issuing warnings to teens, young kids. It's something if you're a parent or a child, you're going to want to know about. Um, really scary stuff going on. Uh, some publicized house parties online on Facebook, and then people go and they are getting murdered. Uh, people so, are going to parties yes. in El Paso. Mention parties. Like it's a setup that somebody's going to get murdered, or just it. They're parties that are promoted on social media. So, you know, I don't know. The only thing that the police have said is that uh, to be careful and that if you go to If you're going to one of these social media organized parties. Yeah, you can quote unquote risk your demise. That's a quote from the El Paso police. Uh, Very serious stuff going on. I will give you all the details on that. County commissioners approved a new proposed property tax rate. I will tell you all about that. A little more details on that Oklahoma assistant that got uh, that resigned, Buzz. Yeah, I want to get into that a little yeah. bit more because it's Kale, Kale Gundy. Kale Gundy, oh, okay. who was a quarterback. His brother Mike Gundy is the coach at the head coach at Oklahoma State. So, right. maybe. part of that famous Gundy lineage. I, I guess he used a word. Uh, we're all assuming that it's the N- the N word, right? Why I mean, would they say N word though? Why wouldn't he say I said a he says, uh, let me tell you if this is kind of the, the version of the story that Kale Gundy says. Because we were happened. talking about it yesterday. Well, we were listening to Yeah, this. we were listening to sports talk in Nico's car, <laughs> which is something we hardly ever do. But anyway, we are listening to sports talk. And they're saying, Kale Gundy says he went over and there was a there was one of his players writing on a pa- on an iPad. They, they, were doing film, they were doing film review or something. They were all supposed to be taking notes. And one of the... One of the players was writing stuff that had nothing to do with the practice or with football so Gundy says he took it out of his hand and read aloud what he had written and in the what was written was this offensive word we're assuming it was probably I mean unless they've come out and said that's definitely what it is but we're assuming that it was the n-word as a result Oklahoma assistant kill Gundy has uh, resigned yes and left the Sooners so is that kind of I mean yeah that's kind of it you know the head coach uh, kind of said something you know you, you know there's two sides to every story so uh, he you know he said that he said the word multiple times um, again he could have said the word multiple times while reading off of the iPad so I guess they could both be correct but right he we'll could have just read the, the the what was written in yeah. its entirety. Right, so. exactly. Uh, we'll, but he has resigned. We'll definitely uh, talk about that. Yes, Nico, what do you bring to the table today? Anything A at all? church in McAllen, Texas decided to put on their own version of Hamilton. Right. Except they included a big, like, extra scenes where everybody asked Jesus into their heart. <laughs> so there's oh a scene. Wait, do you know this because I wrote the article about it yesterday? Wait, you wrote an article about this yesterday? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. <clears throat> so The Door, a church in McAllen, Texas, performed Hamilton on August 5th and 6th with edited content that included lyrical references to Jesus and Christianity. That just tweaked the songs a little bit. I mean, it's still about Hamilton. And a sermon reportedly delivered to the audience that compared homosexuality to drug addiction. Well, that's what ticked off the Hamilton people. Because a spokesman for Hamilton said... You can't do that. Right. Uh, 
Also, the fact that on Broadway, dozens and dozens of very talented uh, members of the LGBTQ community make every production happen. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So to do a do an unlicensed broad version, I'll tell you, I saw they they've scrubbed it off their social media, but I was fi- able to find a couple videos of it. And it's like as far as production and set design and costume and stuff. It's much better than community theater. This church put on a thing that, like, from a distance, looks like a pretty good staging of Hamilton. But it's only when you get in, it's like, hey, before you go off to this duel, do you want to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior before you go meet Aaron Burr? <laughs> so, uh, yes, I wrote that article. I, I'll have to put that up right now. Um, did you know that I know all about it. Per copyright, copyright law, though, churches have an exemption that allows them to perform copyrighted music. Oh, well, the pastor During of the church said that he had permission. Maybe that's what not, he was referring to, yeah. that in general, in general, churches can perform. They've done The Greatest Showman. They've done a churchy version of Beauty and the Beast. I was looking all this stuff up. There is somebody in that church. They didn't put these productions on without some gay people helping out. There's no way they could have made it look this good. Yeah, right. And I'll, I guess my take on it was... Yeah, I understand the Broadway folks are upset, but think about the members of the LGBT community in McAllen, Texas, where a church production of Hamilton is their only creative outlet. (laughs) (laughs) Are you going to take that away from them? Uh. At, At one point, the pastor for the door, Victor Lopez, gets up and says, maybe you struggle with alcohol, with drugs, homosexuality. Maybe you struggle with other things in your life. God can help you. Uh... This might come as a shock to some of you snowflakes, but when I went to church, yeah, gay, being gay was one of the things that was commonly railed about. I'm sorry if that shocks your sensibilities that that was right up there. What a backwards time it must have been. Yeah, 1980s. <laughs> oh, it's still the same, I think. I don't think they go off on it like they don't go as as uh, ham on it as as they might have used to, but it's still, you know... Well, look, I mean, look at the Catholic Church. Catholic Church hasn't gone totally pro-gay. No, you know, they're still, no, <laughs> they're no, still anti-gay. No, no. Let's get to our late-night roundup. If you didn't stay up watching TV, we've... Get a quick look at the weather forecast, the golfer's forecast brought to you by Painted Dunes Desert Golf Course. But uh, it's going to remain steady from what we were predicting uh, yesterday. It looks like mid-90s for high temperatures all week. And about a 15% chance of rain. Uh, some clouds yesterday. I'm sure that parts of the city must have gotten some rain. Uh, but every day, just kind of count on about a 15% chance of rain. And mid-90s for high temperatures, some cloud cover every day as well. That uh, temperature, that uh, forecast is going to hold for the weekend too, mid-90s and about a 15% chance of rain on Saturday and Sunday as well. Paso weather, golfer's forecast brought to you by Painted Dunes Desert Golf Course. You can set up all your tee times and reservations online at PaintedDunes.com. An announcement. KLAQ is the official home for Dallas Cowboys football on the radio in El Paso. Stadium got the big screen, big 
Cause we them cowboys We them Dallas cowboys And we've got our first game this Saturday, 4 p.m. The Cowboys return to KLAQ. It's their first preseason game in Denver, taking on the Broncos. And while the game is on the air, we always mention this because there are some people that either are not Cowboys fans. I don't know what they're doing living here, but (laughs) nonetheless, there's some people who are not Cowboys fans. Or there are some people that are not sports fans and want to listen to rock. We still got that for you. Perfect. Uh, when the game is on the air, you can hear a special replay of Friday's Metallica-filled Loudwire Nights on the KLAQ mobile app. So not interested in Cowboys football or football in general. We got Metallica for you over there on the KLAQ mobile app during the game. There are only three preseason games this year, and then the regular season gets underway Sunday, September 11th. Cowboys and Tom Brady and the Bucks. Tom Bucks. Brady coming to town. You excited? Dallas Cowboys football. I, I'm just excited that there's football being played. Like, I didn't even watch the Thursday game, but I'm just excited that, yeah, <laughs> that it's no. almost here, you know. Same. Dallas Cowboys football are the cues brought to you by Miller Lite, Comfort Zone Heating and Cooling, and Speaking Rock Entertainment Center. Let's get to our sound clips. And now, today in South, the Buzz Adams Morning Show. All right, Joanne is going to have entertainment news coming our way. We're going to talk more about the passing of Olivia Newton-John. I think a lot of Grease songs will be sung at Thursday night karaoke's around the world mm-hmm. this Thursday. And do you want to hear some of the headlines since the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago yesterday and took 15 boxes of documents? So Absolutely. Before, before you go through them, can I just say that there's a video online of Joe Biden getting off the helicopter with Jill and he's trapped by his jacket. He can't put it on. And he, he keeps trying to find the hole for his left oh, hand. No. And, and Jill keeps trying to put it up. And it's like he's adorable. It's like a bumbling old man. Yeah, where's the hole I'm, for this? I then, got the wrong... I got the wrong you hole actually, in the wrong hole. You see him put his hand in his oh the, the breast pocket instead. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so the president needs help getting dressed. <laughs> what happens? Uh, Laura Ingram last night on Fox demands Republicans purge the government if they retake power. Military leadership, the civilian leadership, the civil service, those in Congress. Basically, she's saying they need to fire the government. If the Republicans take over, they need... It's a deep state thing. uh, But it's also a Confederate thing, a Civil War thing, a crazy thing. Well, this this is... Laura Ingram, who does right. an opinion show on Fox News, so I, just how dumb does it sound? We need to like get rid of the civil service. Yeah, we need to get rid of these bureaucrats who really Bring do in the keep things. I mean, bureaucrats, I think, have gotten a bad, <laughs> a bad, bad rap. rap. Yeah. Bu- bureaucrats, oh, red tape, red tape. Yeah. Um, Trump biographer tells CNN that Trump is secretly delighted by FBI raid. He believes all publicity is good publicity. Um, you know what? He might be right that if anything, Donald Trump might be like, look, if anything, this is going to get all my guys back on my team. They're going to support it's me. going to energize yeah. the base, maybe. 
Marjorie Taylor Greene melts down over Mar-a-Lago raid, defund the FBI. Wait, now they're for defunding law enforcement? Hmm? Mark Levin declares FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago, quote, I, everybody do your best not to laugh at this. Mark Levin called the raid at Mar-a-Lago the worst attack on this republic in modern history. <laughs> uh, Pearl Harbor? Vietnam? 9-11? All much worse, Mark. Uh, January 6th, I think, is the one that, you know, the most modern attack on the republic. F you, Trump supporters shouted to the FBI as they descended on Mar-a-Lago. What happened to the party of law and order? Bernard Carrick says Democrats may try to orchestrate Trump's assassination after FBI Whoa. raid. It's ratcheting up the So that was rhetoric. on Newsmax. You know, people consider Fox the right-wing media. Fox, I mean, they are. But there's, over here, there's Newsmax. There are all these others. Uh, One America News, OAN. Mm-hmm. The Blaze. Breitbart, The Blaze, yeah. There's a lot of these things that are even more right. So Bernard Carrick was former police chief of uh, New York City. And unrelated, the uh, lawyer for the Sandy Hook parents, you know, the one who told Alex Jones, your lawyers accidentally sent me every text that you've sent for the past two years, <laughs> claims Alex Jones sent a naked photo of his wife to Roger Stone. What? The attorney said, I don't know if that was consensual or not. Okay. Can you see these two creepy old guys? They're just like, <laughs> hey, you want to see a picture of my wife? So that means Alex Jones, if true, literally a cuck. <laughs> right. <laughs> did you ever see that documentary about Roger Stone? I Get did. Me Roger Stone. Oh yeah, it's great. He, he, him, and his wife, and I don't know if it's the same woman the whole time, but through <laughs> well, the years swingers. have been swingers. Yeah, they've been famously like have put ads looking for other sex partners. Again, didn't Roger Stone famously literally a cuck? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> well, you're just giddy over this because that was a term that was op- co-opted. You know, people might not even know that as a term. That's not even used anymore to describe. Oh, people. yeah. This was a term. This was a term used by the alt right. 2016. 2016. They would describe. I don't know. I've been called a cuck a number of times. <laughs> I, like, what does it mean politically? I don't know. A, a cuck or a cuckold. No, it has nothing to do with the actual term. It's got to have something to do. It it really has nothing to do. Well, anyway, Alex Jones' uh, wife, uh, who I guess is in the nude photos, was arrested in December of last year for a domestic disturbance. Uh, Alex Jones says that it was not a real domestic disturbance. She wasn't on her medication. She had an imbalance of medication. Also, Alex Jones has said the only reason that he said all that stuff about Sandy Hook was because he was going through a form of psychosis that made him believe that it was true. Also, That's his excuse. By the way, I think a guy who says, I said these horrible things because I had psychosis is probably not a legitimate source of information for you going forward. Also, I think on his show yesterday, he says... Hey, folks, we won. Talking about his 
uh, trial where he was ordered to pay $42 million to the parents of this yeah. kid that he said never existed. FBI took 15 boxes from Trump's office. Biden say they found out when it was reported on the news. So the the White House is saying they didn't know about it until but it was already being reported. Me, you're telling me that the Bidens didn't know exactly what they were doing? Yeah, because most presidents don't talk to their attorney general. Most presidents don't talk to their uh, right. director of FBI because there's usually some kind of separation, separation there, and you want to avoid the appearance of appearance. politization. Not like okay, I'm not even, that. Maybe. And our president is busy trying to get his is, hand through his blazer. Did you look it up? <laughs> yes. Is that great or what? It's really good. It's great. They need to start marking each sleeve right and left. <laughs> uh, Alex Jones celebrates after Sandy Hook defamation trial. We. Are now the Republican Party. Oh, yeah, that's what I was saying. Tucker Carlson reportedly petrified his daily text with Alex Jones will be made public. Leak would be highly embarrassing. <laughs> so, just a few of the uh, headlines out here in just the last 12 hours or so. Let's take a break. We'll come back in just a few moments. We've got good news, bad news of the week on the way. More of the Buzz Adams Morning Show is coming up right after this. The Morning Show that's live and local. The best of Buzz. Facts headed your way. Hey, just so uh, we're all on the same page. I think he's just scatting. Are we going to definitely have an After Buzz podcast today? We is. Yeah. We're going to do that. You're not going to forget. Nah. You're not going to forget to push the publish button I'm or not. whatever. Because I'm not leaving this place until the button that after buzz is done. Pushed. Joanna, are we going to have a best of buzz on demand? Boy, I can't never get that straight. I just want to call it a demand. podcast. Right, the on demand podcast. Maybe. The on demand we'll podcast. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> You'll find out, okie dokie guy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and take a look at our Mo Show calendar and daily almanac of events. Then we've got random facts on the way for you. Sturgis is going on, guys. I don't think oh, we've snap, mentioned that Sturgis, on the air. Yeah, Sturgis. Sturgis, Sturgis started on Get Friday and wow. is going on uh, through the 14th. So. What a treat. Gathering of the Juggalos and Sturgis. Sturgis. So there's a mutual friend of ours. Oh, yeah. That's promised up, to send me pics. That's up there right now. <laughs> I told him nothing gross. That's a good gal. That's always a good gallery. If you get those pictures, create a gallery. Yeah, tell him to take a bunch of good ones. He took some really good ones last time. <laughs> I called him because I needed help with with something, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, "Well, I'm going to be gone. I'm going to be at Sturgis. Yeah, I'm going to be at Sturgis all week. <laughs> you want to see some of the highlights? <laughs> this uh, is this is the Sturgis Harley Davidson. In is that what you guys are talking about? The Sturgis rally. The, yeah, the biggest motorcycle. Yeah. South Dakota? Yeah, I yeah guess South Dakota. Some, so, South no, Dakota. I've, been, I've been, totally You've been, been to Sturgis? I have been to Sturgis. Oh, my God. What was your experience like? Well, what were my, you wearing? So my my dad, <laughs> uh, no, my dad did a series of paint of, of Harley Davidson paintings, and so we went there and sold. Like your dad's an artist. My dad is an artist. Yeah. Wow! Oh. Yeah, so you a, went there and sold them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I was his little helper. Well, how my old bandana. were you? I was like ten. Was there any? Did you see like any inappropriate stuff? Because I guess uh, it's kind of a freewheeling type of I was, atmosphere yeah, there. Yeah, I was 
pretty shit. But I mean, I was, my parents took me to a lot of stuff like that. I mean, nothing really surprised me. <laughs> Take you to Burning Man? Not Burning Man. Not <laughs> that, Burning Man. It happens when you grow up a Hell's Angel. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, this week is Assistance Dog Week, International Psychic Week. Wait, dogs for assist assistance dog? Not week. like an assistant, like my personal assistant. No, I think like a seeing eye dog or a, an assistance dog. Yeah, uh, okay. A dog that assists you yeah. in doing stuff. I thought I was like a dog for us, an assistant. Uh, this is. The World uh, Karaoke Championships start today. Speaking of karaoke, today is Book Lovers Day. All right. Are we book lovers? <laughs> <laughs> I just got a couple new books, actually. God, I, I prefer the audio I still form buy, of them. I still buy books, but... And I, I've always been a pretty, pretty voracious reader, but... It's gotten to be like, oh, it's in print. I got to turn on the light. I got to put on reading glasses. Why can't this just be on my iPad? Which it could be. You could I mean, get I could it on your iPad. On and iPad. then you could Zoom. Yeah. 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 Um, birthdays today include actor Bill Skarsgård of the famous Skarsgård acting family. He played Pennywise the Clown in the It movies. Star of the Pitch Perfect movies, Anna Kendrick is 37. And Thomas Lennon, who played Lieutenant Jim Dangle on Reno 911, <laughs> is 52. You ever seen an episode yeah. of Reno yeah. 911? You know Dangle oh, with the yeah. short, short shorts? It, all, all I'm picturing is him doing his little, yeah. you know, he does his little jump kick and in his nut, out of the... In his nut huggers. <laughs> <laughs> Actor Eric Bana is 54. He was in Troy, and then he was the Hulk like two Hulks ago. <laughs> Eric Bana was the Hulk. Yeah, it is two Hulks ago. <laughs> right, there have been two complete Hulks since then. Jillian Anderson, who played Agent Scully on The X-Files, having a birthday today. She's 54. And uh, two-sport professional athlete, Deion Sanders. Has a birthday. Neon Dion turns 55 mm. today. Still the only man to have ever played in a World Series and a Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, TV personality Hoda Kotb, 58 today. And Melanie Griffith is 65. Also Sam Elliott, who played... The, the mentor in Roadhouse and... The Stranger. The stranger in Big Lebowski. That's pretty good. Some days you eat the bar. Some days, well, the bar, he eats you. <laughs> <laughs> you like my Sam Elliott impersonation? Oh, that was good. That was yeah. good. It's not good. just funny hearing you say it. <laughs> 78 years ago, 1944, the Forest Service unleashed their new fire prevention spokes animal, Smokey Bear. No way. Not Smokey the Bear. It's Smokey, first name Smokey, last name Bear. No, the. Is there a difference? Well, bear, some people bear call him Smokey the Sm Bear is his last name, I guess. I think Sam Elliott is the voice of Smokey Bear on some of the radio PSAs. Is he? Only you can prevent forest fires. <laughs> <laughs> 
53 years ago, 1969. <laughs> What's wrong, Joanna? Joanna's face. Nothing. 53 years ago, the victims of uh, Charles Manson and his crazy followers were found. That includes actress Sharon Tate, her unborn baby. Ugh. Coffee heiress Abigail Folger and four others were found murdered in the home that Sharon Tate shared with her husband, director Roman Polanski. This was uh, well documented in the, the documentary Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Hollywood. You made the same joke I was going to yeah. make. That's so. My head, both of you. We need to stop hanging out. <laughs> that was the exact same joke I was Also, 48 say. years ago in 1974, Richard Nixon, also known as Tricky Dick, Tricky Dick became the first president. To resign from office. He had the good graces, at least. Right. At some point in our nation's history, your own party would say, all right, this has gone too far. You've got to step down or we will remove you. Well, that's what happened back then. Here is uh, what Richard Nixon had to say when he formally resigned on this date 48 years ago. And so we leave with high hopes, in good spirit. And with deep humility and with very much gratefulness in our hearts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the way it used to be done. If a president was found to be involved in breaking the law twice or undermining the impeached. republic. Yeah. Uh, and this is uh, National Book Lovers Day. I might have mentioned that it's Book Lovers Week, but this is also the day. Could you still celebrate it if you like audiobooks? Like if somebody said, oh, I go from one audiobook to the next, would I consider them an avid reader? (laughs) I'd have to get back to you on that. I'm not sure. (laughs) All right. Just want some clarification. Maybe. Happy National Book Lovers Day. Without you book lovers, we would never know that the movie we're currently watching is so much worse than the book <laughs> and that they totally left out one of the best so characters. characters right? yeah. We'd also miss out on all those great posts about how you're just going to stay in and relax with a nice bubble bath and a really good book. And during COVID, we could see you on Zoom with so many books they wouldn't even fit on your shelves. <laughs> what a stacker you are. Yes, we get it. You don't watch TV. You're just so much better than us, <laughs> writing little notes in the margins of the pages. Well, aren't you so smart taking notes? <laughs> Why don't you just read a book titled I'm Better Than Everyone I Know Because I'm a Frickin' Book Lover. <laughs> Enjoy your day. Let's go ahead and do our random facts for today, okay? Right. And now it's time for... One, All of these uh, check out. I've double and in some cases triple sourced all of our facts. So you're getting nothing but true, true facts here on three random facts. And they are very much at random. Random fact number one. I didn't know this until I read it. Official temperatures are taken in the shade, not under the sunlight. So when you hear it was 108 officially, they took that temperature in the shade. Liars! That is not how it feels. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, so you go out in the sun and give me a direct temperature. So if it's like 105, that's not unusual for this part of the country. But you it's get probably to 105, hotter than that. But if you step out of the shade, it's going to be, you know, that's probably, if they took that measurement, it's probably like 115. Yeah. Random fact number two. Phoenix is the only state capital 
with a population over one million. Wow. Really? Yeah. Think of uh, the biggest cities that are, come on, Austin's got to be close Austin. to a million by now. It's got to be getting up It's there, weird. Right? New York City's not the capital. Albany. Albany. Yeah. All right. What about California, you'd think? Sacramento. Oh. Sacramento's, about- you know, probably got about the size of El Paso. 600, 700,000, 800,000. Maryland? Dover? It's not Baltimore? Yeah. No, Baltimore's got like two and a half million people. Yeah, that's what I think. What about uh, Florida? <sighs> oh, God. Technically, oh, uh, that's Tallahassee, right? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> it's going through the Jacksonville. I think it's Tallahassee. <laughs> what a- Oklahoma City is a pretty big town, but yeah. it, that's what it is, a big town. It's just like a town that has a lot of people in it. So, but it's getting up there. Oh, it's Washington, be- D.C. Not the capital of a state, dude. It's the capital of our country. Yeah, but we're talking about state capitals, and when it comes to state capitals, only Phoenix has a population oh, of over one million. Random fact number three. The first CD to hit the market. Okay, so this is the first time that they put out an album on CD was the Billy Joel album, 52nd Street. It went on sale in October of 1982, and it was the first time that a an album on CD was available. So, 1982, this uh, album had a few classics on it. Several, in fact. Mm-hmm. So, I've kind of narrowed it down to oh, the cool. songs that I think you'll know from the very first album. Here's a weird thing. In my memory, the very first music video that I can remember seeing, I'm sure it wasn't the first one, was a Billy Joel song called, uh, I think it was The Stranger. Anyway. I've done that before. <laughs> the Stranger. Yeah. Sit on your hand for a half hour and then upside down. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, here are some of those uh, songs from 52nd Street, the very first CD that was available for purchase. Honesty. Uh, Joanna, you know this one? You like this one? No. Are you a Billy Joel fan? Not really. Honesty. All right, you'll know this next one. Okay. From you. Listen to this one. Because you had to be a big shot, did you? You had to. No? I know it from the boys. You had to be a big shot, did you? Oh, yeah. Play you, Piano Man now. That's not on this time. Oh, oh this is a good one. This is my life. <laughs> So this Nico, was, get on beat. I know. Can you tell this is white music? Oh, my God. Are you saying that this get song is so white that you as a soulful brother, white man, white man cannot keep time to So this was the very first album you could have gotten on CD. How much do you think it cost? Oh, they were, as I recall, they were expensive. Like you could go get an album. Everything's flip-flopped. When you, huh? She made a joke. What's that? I'm very funny. Did you know? You didn't hear. You didn't finish listening to her. Buzz wasn't shut up. Okay. Try again. I just said nickel and a nickel and dime. Uh-huh. Is that even a joke, really? 
How much did it cost? Is that a song that they play? No. Oh, no. no, no. I've trained, CDs were super expensive I've when they came Nico out. I've trained Nico to laugh at every possible <laughs> joke of mine. When movies came out on a VHS that you could buy and own, they cost something like 80 bucks, which in those days what? was more like 250 bucks. Oh, yeah. To buy a videotape of a movie. Say you're, say Casablanca came out and you want it, or Wizard of Oz, you would have to pay almost 100 bucks. That's how expensive they were. Is this were eight track tapes around before the CD? Was that was that what you were listening to? I mean, that was between albums, right? Record albums, eight uh, tracks. CDs, so mostly for your tapes? mostly for your '76 uh, Chevy van. This hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show is brought to you by Pumping Ink Tattoo, corner of Dyer and Monroe. You can find them on social media or at PumpingInkTattoo.com. That's PumpingInkTattoo.com. Special guest Gavin Rosdale of Bush is going to be on Loudwire Nights tonight. Loudwire Nights rocks the borderland every Monday through Friday, 7 to midnight. And occasionally we get these A-list guests like Gavin Rosdale talking about the upcoming Bush album, The Art of Survival. I love Bush. Uh, And I love that band. Yeah, Bush is about to go out on the road with Alice in Chains. He's going to be talking about what to expect when Bush gets back out on the road as a band. And uh, talk about the history of the band and more. Uh, You're going to hear... Classic Bush tracks and also some stuff from the upcoming Bush album, which is called The Art of Survival. All right, Joanne, I know you're about to do entertainment news, so I'm being very careful not to step on any stories. But Uh, just let me see if I got it clear. You're not we're going to talk about uh, Olivia Newton-John passing away separately, right? Separately. Right. Because there's uh, there's so much to talk about. Uh, there are a lot of other entertainment stories, so I'm going to leave the rest of that to you. Was she British? She was Aus- born in Britain. I didn't know that until I saw her obituary. I just thought she was Australian, but raised in uh, Australia, Melbourne, Australia. Oh. TV tonight, starting at 7 o'clock on NBC, America's Got Talent. Woo. Over on HBO, the 17th season premiere of Hard Knocks. Don't get too excited. They're focusing on the Lions. Oh, come on, Buzz. Detroit? Come on. The Lions. Oh, the Cowboys was good, though. (laughs) The Cowboys one was good. Yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm a big Hard Knocks fan. I'll be watching that. Are you a big Lions fan? I'm a Lions fan. I mean, I'm a Force. I'm a Force Lions fan. That's got to be a rough life. (laughs) I was going to say. And it is, by the way. It is. Rough decade. How about a rough. Your entire life. Yeah, it is. So you should give me, you know. You guys have the coolest animal. I would say. The lions? Yeah. Sure, Nico. Sure. Uh, series premiere of Password tonight on NBC. This is going to be on at 9 o'clock. Kiki Palmer hosts this new version of the classic game show where celebrities give contestants one-word clues to help them win $25,000. It is just like the Password that they used to the show one, yeah. during the day. Uh, John Hamm and Jimmy Fallon are the celebrity guests for the premiere episode, and that's coming up tonight on NBC. All right, let's go ahead and 
tackle these entertainment stories with Joanna Barba bringing us news and notes from Hollywood and across the entire gamut of the entertainment world. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. As you've probably already heard by now, Norman Reedus is getting his own Walking Dead spinoff. And apparently by the time we reconnect with Daryl, transatlantic flights will have been restored because this one will take place in France. When I saw this story, I thought, you know what? This is probably a good time for me to tap out of the Walking Dead franchise. <laughs> the entire season, the, the last season, I've got about half of that season just sitting Still there recorded Still. on my DVR. Oh, and it's just like, oh, it's getting so you know, almost impossible to watch. Mm. So I think maybe today I'll delete all of last season from my DVR and just Ooh. move on with my life. Moving on. Yeah. While Daryl will be making the trek to France, it's still unclear how he will get there in a post-apocalyptic universe. Something tells me Norman Reedus, for some reason, wanted to live and work in France for a while, and that's why they had He's to He's like, I will only return if we, if do, we this do it in, in France. France. Wait, how, did they, <laughs> how does he get to France? Yeah. We don't know yet, Nico. Maybe they brought the Concord back. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa McBride was originally signed on to continue her role as Carol, though she dropped out of the series earlier this year. The Daryl-centric show is slated for a 2023 release. The final eight episodes of The Walking Dead premiere on October 2nd. Mm. I feel like I stuck with The Walking Dead. You really did. A long, lot of us Long left. after a, a, most people had yeah. abandoned ships. And so. at one point you were like, it's getting really good. It was. Not it, at one point it was. <laughs> <laughs> Congrats are seemingly in order for Taika Waititi and Rita Ora. The lovebirds have tied the knot in an intimate ceremony in London. This is according to the Sun UK as well as a source who says that it was really an intimate ceremony with their friends and loved ones. The source further claimed that the singer, who has also changed her name to Waititi Ora, wanted a small wedding in order to keep their relationship as private as possible. Wait, so Rita Waititi Ora? Mm-hmm. Okay, so not just Waititi Ora. Re, she just Re, added that to her last name. Yes, she's hyphenated. D- didn't Taika Waititi just divorce his wife recently or split uh, up? Back in 2021, yes. A year ago. Rita year ago. Waititi Ora. Yes. You're still caught up on that? Hey, tell me if you think this is a sign that I might have <laughs> dyslexia. Okay. Every time I see the name Toy. Rita Ora spelled out, it makes uh-huh. me think of a right of French fries. <laughs> Maybe it's just... Yeah, you have... Is that dyslexia? You have some disability. No, I don't know what I, it is, but yeah. So it's something that you had to connect it might it to be food. A stroke I cannot, of genius. I don't know. Maybe it's dyslexia. that synesthesia. I see certain things that it makes me think of French fries. <laughs> French fries. Look into that. Idiocy? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> added that a big showbiz style bash is planned to celebrate later. The couple was, couple was first linked in 2021 of in May when they were snapped cozying up to each other. They were also By the way, didn't they all supposedly have a threesome with yes. Valkyrie? The They were also photographed kissing on a balcony along with a third participant. My bad. Actress Tessa Thompson. Hey, I just want to point out, because yesterday we had this story about people are upset because James Franco's been cast to play Fidel Castro. Oh, right. You know, I just want to point out, Taika Waititi played Hitler, not German. <laughs> oh, that's right. He did. You no, know, he took the role from a lot of qualified... <laughs> a lot of qualified, lot of qualified Germans. Germans. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Some of them aspire, I guess, to be actors. That was good, Joanna. Thank good. you. 
Not too long ago, comic book fans were eagerly awaiting the arrival of the boys' Herogasm episode. Now, there's a new superhero-based orgy on the scene that has found itself in direct competition with the boys' infamous episode. And it's arrived in the third season of HBO Max's Harley Quinn animated series. Oh, yeah. The scene in question came in the adult aiming series as the fan favorite Court of Owls put in their own mature performance and fans of the series were quick to say it delivered everything Herogasm did and much more. Oh, that's awesome. The fourth episode of Harley Quinn's third season is titled A Thief, A Mole, An Orgy. And when it came to the latter of the three, the show didn't hold back. In fact, as well as gaining an obvious comparison to the boys, it also reignited the debate about a risky scene involving Batman and Catwoman oh, yeah. that was not allowed to go ahead. Did you hear about this one, Bat? Bat? Buzz? <laughs> <laughs> did you call me Bats? I did call you Bats. <laughs> Bat? Like, I'm your Robin. I will give you the answer you seek, boy wonder. <laughs> no, I, hey, I haven't. Hey, Batman. So apparently there was going to be... Holy three-way, Batman! <laughs> there was going to be Batman. I don't know if we can well, say I think, this on well, air. I think you... Well, first of all, you have to really set up. Harley Quinn is an animated yes. television show on HBO that is completely uncensored. It has adult... It's not for kids. It's not for kids. It has adult um, language. Does it show full frontal? It, it just had an orgy episode. Yeah, they, yeah. they show kind of stuff. For sure. They show um, kind of stuff. They, they do, definitely. It's voiced by Kelly Kuwako, and the humor is hilarious. One of the funniest, best TV shows you could watch on television right now. The writers probably all work for either uh, Rick and Morty or Family Guy or something. But there was supposedly going to be a scene because Catwoman is dating Batman, and he is unwilling... Or no, he was about to do he something. He was going to. He was going to do something to women. He was going to go downtown. Why women wish they men did more? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so the showrunner said that they told him you can't do that. The the people who uh, D, uh, Warner Brothers WB said. Why do you think he has the mask cut out around his mouth? <laughs> <laughs> no, the Warner Brothers execs said you can't include that. But su su no, not but superheroes don't do that. Oh yes, and they do. <laughs> I think a real hero does. Many, okay? lady, many ladies would beg to differ. So the showrunner said, "Quote that they he told them, are you saying heroes are just selfish lovers?" And they responded back with, no, it's that we sell consumer toys for heroes. And it's hard to sell a toy if Batman is also going down on someone. Yeah, oh, just change your definition of toy. <laughs> you can sell a bunch. If you had them branded with the Batman logo, oh, sell a ton of those. Are you kidding? They're just not thinking. They're not expanding their horizons. <laughs> <laughs> Harley Quinn's third episode, A Thief, A Mole, and An Orgy, is available on HBO Max right now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, and finally, another scandal has fallen on Ezra Miller. According to a Vermont State Ugh. Police report, the star of The Flash has been charged with felony burglary of an unoccupied dwelling in Stamford, Vermont. The complaint stems from a report on May 1st where police found several bottles of alcohol were taken from a residence while homeowners weren't there. Police say they found probable cause to, to charge Miller after taking statements and reviewing surveillance videos from the home. Questions have been floating around about whether or not The Flash would be released due to Miller's various scandals. But last week, Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslav confirmed that the movie is still set to premiere on June 23rd of 2023. But Bat 
Bat Girl is the one but we're going to cancel. Girls, so the when, one that... when you were out with the COVID, the COVID, it was announced that they've completed this Bat Girl, but they're not going to release it. And the implication that was, was before I left actually uh, was that they showed it to test audiences, and it's just it, not good. Is that what you'd read? It yeah, wasn't I'm not good sure. enough to release, so they're just putting it on shelf. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what the that, that's what the statement is, but I'm not sure if that's real. Yeah. Can it be purchased by a different movie I production think company? Just like the, destroying the whole thing. They're just the, getting Warner Brothers has Warner to Brothers, prove it. Warner Brothers owns all the they own it if they intellectual want. property for the superheroes. Oh right, yes. I want to point out Warner Brothers just put out. DC Super Pets oh, and as kill. a theatrical <laughs> release last week, but Batgirl for whatever reason. Hey, and do you know the name of Batman's dog? Hey, Bats, do you know the name of our dog? Wait, are you? Uh, are you? Are you Robin? Yeah. No, uh, Robin, you do not uh, refer to me as Bats. That's <laughs> only Joker, and Harley Quinn. And sometimes Martian Manhunter. <laughs> no, I don't know. I got a dog. Think, who feeds the dog? Alfred, probably. Probably Alfred has to do everything. Not who dog. feeds the dog. What's the dog's name? I don't know. Oh, give me a hint. Uh, it's a suit. It's a it's a card, in a deck of cards. It's a Joker. No. Oh. Ace. Ace. <laughs> wow. Wow. All right. Famous trivia. We've learned a lot today with your entertainment news. I'm Joanna Barba. Take a break. We're going to come back. Uh, Olivia Newton-John passed away. She was 73 uh, years old. A lot of tributes, including from John Travolta, pouring in. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and much more ahead as the Buzz Adams Morning Show for your Tuesday continues right after this. KLAQL Paso and Kate. This hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show brought to you by Pumping Ink Tattoo. They're just moments away from Fort Bliss at the corner of Dyer and Monroe. Follow them on social media or go to PumpingInkTattoo.com. That's PumpingInkTattoo.com. All right, so before the show, we had a conversation. The passing of Olivia Newton-John, is that an entertainment story or should that be in the news? And we decided... You know what? It kind of deserves its own segment. So we'll cover that here. But a couple of uh, other entertainment stories that you left out. Uh, Prince Harry's underwear are going up for auction. Where? You know, probably. On the internet, maybe. Yeah, Yeah. I think probably. So there was a famous uh, strip billiards incident in Las Vegas about 10 years ago. So this is long before Meghan, Markle, and McCormick. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, a stripper who was at that party kept what she says are Prince Harry's underpants. What happened at that party? Well, they were playing billiards. And I guess you had to remove articles of clothing. Strip and at billiards. some point, the, the Are prince... you familiar with this? Oh, I've seen the picture, yes. Oh. Of course. The, the pictures were leaked, and you could see his behind. <laughs> so the stripper kept the underwear. says that she's going to auction them off. Update on Anne Heche. As of last night, Anne Heche was reportedly in a coma and fighting for her life after crashing her car into that house on Friday. 
And I think some of the reporting was like, well, she's she's going to pull through or she's out of the woods. This makes it sound like she's very much yeah, yesterday uh, she was, it was fighting for her life. She was stable. Cause, yeah, right. Yeah, and then today it's back. She's in a coma. I'll have more about that. Well, being in, in a coma doesn't oh, yeah. being in a coma doesn't mean you're unstable. It just means that this is going to be the the process for healing, especially for burns. They usually put yeah, you but in. The, the story also says fighting for her life, according well, to a story. She, she, fighting for your she life. Slipped into a coma, I think, in the last twenty four hours. The, the, this wasn't. Well, like she a was medically induced. Yeah, because she was intubated, so they had to. They oh, had to. Right, she right. was intubated, so they had to put her under for that. Yeah, you're right. A live-action Pac-Man movie is in the works. <laughs> I can't imagine that being a good movie. Right? Can you just imagine? I don't know. That Lego movie was movie? great. Lego Batman was great. They need to put Aaron Jones in the Pac-Man movie. <laughs> is that what they call him? Mm-hmm. Was that a, is that a sports joke? That's his nickname. No, Pac-Man Jones was a different dude. Oh, that's Adam Jones. Yeah, that's Adam Jones. <laughs> I met Adam Jones. I don't, I, if he's not using Pac-Man anymore, maybe maybe Aaron Jones wants it. Uh, Ryan Fellows from the Discovery series Street Outlaws, Fastest in America, died in a crash while filming a scene for the show. Is it about illegal racing? <sighs> I don't know. I mean... Outlaws seems well, to indicate that it might be, but I'm sure they're doing it on a close. You know, I'm sure they're not making a show for discovery of people tearing down a residential street without permission. Well, that's not how street races well, go. How, they, how they, does they it happen work? in like street races happen? Are out, they legal? Are there legal? No. Well, no. well so, no, sure. I guess if you got a racetrack handy, but you ever see people? This is, there's not a legal drag race, right? Yeah, I mean, there's drag races at the drag strip. I mean, where where you have. Yeah, a race set, a course set up for it. Um, I think people... I'm talking about like Fast and the Furious style where they roll up to an yeah. intersection at like an unpopulated area of town and, or like that there's not a lot going on. They go to the intersection. They use Wait, did you reference Fast, Fast and, and Furious? Furious? I'm going to have to go a little more old school. How about Rebel Without a Cause? Don't even know. Is that James Dean? Is he in yeah. that? Okay. Yeah. They illegally drag race, except at the end, they stole the car, so you're supposed to jump out of the car, and then they go over a cliff. But this guy, Buzz, his <laughs> sleeve gets caught in the door. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to a room people, full of people who've never seen Rebel Without I don't know cost. what the hell you're talking about. Okay. He's an old man. Telling it like it is. is. I see people all the time, and you just know that they're racing because they're these two, you know, two cars out on I-10, and they're going 110 miles an hour. You can hear it. Zipping in and out of traffic. And all I would say is, you're going to have an accident, you're going to wind up wiping out a family of four that didn't do anything wrong because you want to race. And whatever punishment you get for that is not going to be enough. So the street racing stuff, not a fan. I think it goes. Cut it out, saying. youngins. <laughs> Cut it out. I oh, I almost binged all of Sandman. You have got to see Sandman. <laughs> uh, so, Joanna, you know how there's some shows, <laughs> yeah, where Buzz and I have to watch them together for him to get Adorable. into. Adorable. Yes, I like, love that about you too. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Remember, like he was all down on it until I was like, all right, let's sit down, let's watch some. It's always sunny. Didn't one episode of It's Always Sunny make Buzz cry? Yeah, yeah. The one where Mac does a <laughs> ballet to come out of the closet to his father. It's the most beautiful 
I've never been a huge fan of dance, <laughs> and, like interpretive dance. That was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> so Sandman's going to have to be like that. We're, we're going to have to watch together because by the second episode, dude, there's some parts where I'm like, Buzz is going to think this is so cool. I watched uh, 30 minutes of it. Not enough. You got to give it time. I know that Charles Dance, who played Tyrion Lannister, or Ty, the father. Tywin. Yeah. And Tywin he's only in the first 30 minutes. I mean, he's gone for the rest of the show. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh. The one thing I thought was cool about it, it doesn't last. <laughs> I don't know. It seemed very... It, it, seemed ve- it all seemed very emo. Okay. Okay. Whatever. Buzz has no feelings. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> well, he cries. He cried at least once. Hey, listen to this Halloween show. <gasps> Go on. The original Misfits. <laughs> Okay. Are doing a Halloween show with Alice Cooper as oh. their special guest. What geriatric home are they doing this up? <laughs> Shut up. But that probably is not as good as the Halloween night show that we have going on, The Trinity of Terror. Oh, oh my God. It's got Ice Nine Kills, uh, something in white. Motionless there in white. There you go, motionless in white, and probably something in black. Black veil There you go. <laughs> She's just waiting for you to see, because she knows everything about it. I remember Ice Nine Kills, okay? Yeah. But that is... Isn't a Treyu making a... a special, special special guest appearance? Oh, yeah. Treyu! <laughs> oh, from... Falcor! Oh. <laughs> from Neverending Story. <laughs> False advertising, by the way. Says never ending story, but it's about two hours long. Uh, so that concert's coming up on Halloween night. Uh, keep Don't listening. Don't expect me here November 1st. Because <laughs> you, cause you're really into these. Well, you're into Ice Nine Kills for sure, right? For sure, yeah. And she's in the Halloween. And it's Halloween. It's <laughs> her favorite. Well, Motionless in White is a very horror-themed band. You were telling Buzz so, was so, educating me on Motionless in White. Yeah, I had to find out all about Wait, it. he was educating you? Yep. <laughs> uh, I'd say that Halloween show could go right up there head-to-head against the Misfits and Alice Cooper. In fact, which one? If you had your Pines. choice between which one to, to go to, <laughs> Joanna, would you go to the Ice Nine show? Thank you uh, for yeah, being probably. a friend. Uh, all right, let's talk a little bit about Olivia Newton-John. Uh, what did Olivia Newton-John mean to you, Megan? Well, you know, Grease was my first big movie that you know she was in that I recognized, mm-hmm. and those song—I mean, those songs. All the songs that she sang for that movie, they pop up in my dance recitals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, how many dances did we have choreographed to hear the one that I want? Probably three. No. In my dance career. <laughs> that is the opposite of a dance career, folks. That is a dance travesty. Uh, Olivia Newton-John. Uh, she was in Xanadu? <laughs> yeah, oh she was the she was the star of Xanadu. <laughs> what else Jesus. was she in? Uh, something famous. Tell me something famous she was in. Greece. <laughs> Just not famous enough, I think. Did she really? come back for Greece too? I don't know that I no, ever saw no. Greece too. No, right. that was um, neither one of them came back. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yes. That's right. Yes. And she was the American, and the guy was the Australian. Australian. No. Olivia Newton-John was first diagnosed with breast cancer in 1992. 
She was in remission for 25 years, and she announced in 2017 that it had spread to her back and her spine. Uh, born in England but raised in Melbourne, Australia. Uh, it was the movie Grease that really took her to the next level, but she had had a number of top ten hits before Grease. She was a singer out. before actor. Yeah. Oh. Uh, in fact, we got a little bit of audio here. This is Olivia Newton-John appearing very early in her career on an Australian TV show and then on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson in 1973. Where do you think it goes from here? How far can you go on doing this? Well, I hope it's as far as possible. Her name is Olivia Newton-John, and she recently won a Grammy for her gold record hit, Let Me Be There. She is currently appearing at Disneyland. This is her first appearance on The Tonight Show. Will you welcome, please, Olivia Newton-John. <laughs> So, uh, Olivia Newton-John's early career, country. Oh, you know, and then she yeah. kind of slid into pop and disco for a while. and uh, So, she's done a lot of stuff. I remember, I will never forget, chemistry class my junior year. I guess there was an Olivia Newton-John concert that night in Tulsa. And the captain of the football team was telling us how much he loved Olivia Newton-John. Despite how old she was. She must have been like 33 at the time. But we were in high school, right? So Vic Mariano, <laughs> the captain of the football team, says, I don't care how old she is. She's so hot, I'd crawl across, uh, uh, I'd, I'd crawl across broken, broken glass, glass to drink the dirty bath water out of her tub. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You should check in on your friend. Over the years, Olivia Newton-John raised hundreds of millions of dollars through the Olivia Newton-John Cancer and Wellness Center in Melbourne. She is survived by her husband, John Easterling, and a daughter, Chloe. Ah, Dame Olivia Newton-John. She was sure a dame, let me tell you. Uh, John Travolta... One of the first to pay tribute to Olivia Newton-John on Instagram, Travolta said, My dearest Olivia, you made all of our lives so much better. Your impact was incredible. We will see you down the road. Yours from the first moment I saw you in forever. Your Danny, your John from uh, John Travolta. You're the one I want ranks as one of the best-selling singles of all time. Hell yeah, it is. I bet you it's one of the most sung karaoke songs. It seems like people are always doing What's either that. What's the last that, time you were at karaoke? It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, Did you even know that they're called KJs now? No. Karaoke the times that talkie. I'm at karaoke, believe me, when I walked in, I did not know it was karaoke night. <laughs> I was just going to a bar. Uh, but here are uh, here's a montage of Olivia Newton-John's memorable hits.
<laughs> she didn't really do anything after Xanadu. God, Nico, what is your problem? Look, she right. played concerts, music festivals. She was a touring, you know, a 2017 touring. Sharknado 5 Global Swarming <laughs> and 2020 The Very Excellent Mr. Dundee with Paul Hogan. I don't know why you're taking pot shots of all yeah. days. Today at Olivia New John. Shots. I'm just saying, it's nice to hear her voice, her name again. Okay. okay. Maybe not in this situation. Let's take a break. When we come back, we will move on to other events of the day. Megan McCormick has news headlines coming up. Coming up in news, El Paso house parties have been turning deadly. The warning for teens and parents from El Paso police, plus former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate, has been raided by the FBI. And Buzz, an Oklahoma assistant football coach, has resigned. What word did he utter? I'll tell you next. I love the morning show. Buzz Adams in the morning. You know, I, I'll listen to the music later on. I listen to the morning show to hear you guys. This is the morning show. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Good morning. It's nice to see you all again. Oh, my. Time for KLAQ Morning News Headlines. Here is Megan McCormick with today's top stories. Good morning, Megan. Good morning, Buzz. El Paso police are sending an urgent warning about local house parties, saying partygoers, quote, risk their demise. The department is warning teens, 20-somethings, and parents about the dangers of these house and mansion parties that are being promoted on social media. Police say numerous shootings and stabbings have happened at these events. ABC7 was at Album Park last night where a memorial was held for 21-year-old who died over the weekend after attending one of these parties. The sheriff's office said Cisco Rodriguez died from a gunshot wound at the hospital on Sunday morning. Police say rival gang members are attending these parties, creating the perfect storm for violence. Also, keep in mind, uh, there is a curfew in place uh, for juveniles under the age of 17 between 11 p.m. and 6 a.m. That is within the city limits. They expanded it to some of the unincorporated areas they last did. week, too. Who is who who's throwing the mansion parties? Are parents allowing kids to use their homes for these kind of things? Are they are they getting them on Airbnb? I don't know that you can do that on Airbnb anymore, but I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question because Airbnb recently banned parties parties at their houses. And look, I I used to go to house parties. I you know I still used to throw house parties because if they were at my house, yeah. <laughs> and we, Usually I, it's because a parent is out of town. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. I guess it would be. I mean, why wouldn't it be just like it was when we were kids? Right. Somebody's parents go out of town. Yeah, they, yeah. We didn't have internet, but word got around, you yeah. know, and you got an invite. Are, are these parties they're that being, different? They're being promoted. Watch a John Hughes movie. <laughs> I think. <laughs> well, no, I guess Megan brings up a good but point. They're Imagine, being promoted and then a bunch of, you know. Imagine a John Hughes movie, but with Social the internet. Media. internet yeah. yeah. County commissioners approved a new proposed property tax rate on Monday. Commissioners approved the voter approval tax rate, which is the highest rate the court could consider. But commissioners also proposed to work to approve the no new revenue tra- tax rate, which is the lowest rate 
the court could consider. If the no new revenue tax rate is adopted, it could save the owner of a $200,000 home about $100 in the county portion of their tax bill. Commissioners say by approving the voter approval tax rate, this allows for public input. The next public discussion on the county tax rate is scheduled to happen at the El Paso County Courthouse in downtown El Paso on Monday, August 22nd at 5.30 p.m. The new tax rate will be adopted no later than 14 days after the public hearing. Former President Trump is confirming that the FBI executed a search warrant at his Mar-a-Lago resort yesterday. He said, quote, these are dark times for our nation as my beautiful home is currently under siege, raided and occupied by a large group of FBI agents. Trump said in a length in a lengthy statement issued via Truth Social after working and cooperating with the relevant government agencies. This unannounced raid on my home was not necessary or appropriate. They even broke into my safe. Frank- yeah, <laughs> well, they're there to find all the stuff you're hiding. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe it? They looked in my safe. They, in my they, safe. They even looked in my drawers. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Figliuzzi, former FBI assistant director for counterintelligence, explains what could be behind the raid of Trump's property. Uh, technical t- technical uh, <laughs> difficulties. While the exact reason for the search isn't clear yet, it has been confirmed that the raid was in connection to materials Trump allegedly bought to his Florida home from the White House. That, of course, would be in violation of the Presidential Records Act, and it also wouldn't be the first time Mr. Trump has faced such accusations. So his daughter-in-law, uh, Lara, Lara. Lara, says... Oh, he had some stuff that he took that were person his personal possessions. Yeah, mementos. But he might have, and he was working to return whatever needed to be returned. Well, that's uh, according to Lara Trump. I have that former FBI assistant director uh, clip for you. It switches to criminal only when someone perceives or has probable cause to believe that the person is not being forthright. That there's still some national security concerns. That there's evidence to believe that. More documents are being secreted willfully. Aside from Trump being forced to return 15 boxes of documents that were improperly taken from the White House this past January, it's also been reported that he had tried flushing documents down the toilet as well. There is an applicable statute here, Title 18, 2071, that if convicted, the defendant would be unable to hold public office. I guess they don't have paper shredders like in the White House because I read one of the things that Trump supposedly put in the toilet were like handwritten notes that he. That's the that's the same photo I think I saw. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, they're not allowed to throw away their own handwritten yeah. notes. No. Oh, um, man, the, I, I, I destroy everything. The president know, of the United States. Note, you're just trying to get you're your thoughts together. You're not the same person. You're not an ordinary citizen. Okay, you're you are the head of our I will government rest peacefully. Sorry, Buzz. She's going to fire me after today. (laughs) Do you know how many times I've... We don't even need you're to doing yeah, you're doing great. Yeah, you're doing great. My, my audio it is, was not a, working. I wanted it's to It's a low sure. bar to clear, but yeah. you have cleared <laughs> it by a country mile. That's how good, <laughs> that's how good I made you look. <laughs> um, so they could have subpoenaed this, but they went and got a judge to sign off and, and well, do a raid. You, you, said you this subpoena earlier. when you believe the person will... Uh, honestly, turn over the you, documents, yeah. right? If you believe they will not, you honestly only raid. You, you raid when you think they're going to try and hide evidence that you're looking for. I got to tell you, I don't know if they get anything. Trump has been doing shady business his entire life. 
he's probably picked up a trick or two. I'd be very surprised if they find yeah. a smoking gun. Well, I don't, you uh, know, it, it doesn't have to be a smoking. It, there doesn't have to be a recording of them talking in the White House about breaking into the Watergate Hotel. There doesn't have to be that in this case. There could be something as simple as Al Capone's taxes, you know. Uh, they're they're going to go after Could something. They just go after. Hey, you remove this stuff. You weren't supposed to. So the sanction is going to be. We're going to make it so we're going to. Uh, well, nothing will prevent well, him from running. Nothing will do that. Well, listen, listen to what that FBI uh, assistant director. There is an applicable statute here, Title 18, 2071, that if convicted. The defendant would be unable to hold public office. So I yeah, guess but that's assuming that we could. Yeah, right. Nobody that's been put him convicted. on trial, convict him of removing documents that weren't supposed to be removed or destroying documents, and then they could invoke this thing okay. where you can't run for political office. Well, I'll tell you. First of all, that sounds crazy because the elections in two years. You think that a criminal trial over this could get sorted out in two years? I don't know, but they got to get going. I don't, well, that's my <laughs> that's my point. Is no, I don't think that. Look, the well, the, people the, have the been Walmart's, saying, when's, Mer- when's the attorney general going to do something pertaining to January six? And although this isn't directly pertaining to January six, it's the attorney general making a move right, on yeah. it, on Trump's castle. Yeah, and it very not it, it for could January six. No, but it could not be for January six. But but it could be uh, look, it could be connected to January six. I think 6th. there. Here's the one thing that the the far right gets absolutely right. There is a concerted effort going on to prevent this man from ever becoming president or even getting close to the Oval Office. Oh, rightfully so. I mean, a dangerous person. Rightfully so. This is a matter of urgent national security that Donald Trump be prevented. And look, I've I've said this off the air, but I'll say it on the air. If he runs and he's the nominee and he gets elected, at that point, I'll give in. I'll just say, we, we get what we deserve. You know, if we can't prevent somebody that's this blatantly anti-American and anti the interest of America, if he ends up in the White House again, I will say, yeah, well, I guess it's what we deserve. We had a nice run. It was like 250 years of nice democracy. Experiment. It was an experiment. Yeah. Yeah. All, uh, all empires fall. All empires fall. Look at Rome. <laughs> that's what my dad says. <laughs> Your dad says look at Rome? <laughs> I got a call here, but my Skype isn't coming up. All so. right, Chris. Hi, Chris. <laughs> hey, good morning. <laughs> good sorry. morning, Chris. My, my Skype's not working. Hey, there, Chris. Was, uh, there was a guy on MSNBC, MSNBC last night that kind of cleared it up. They said the difference between a subpoena and a search warrant is in good uh, in, during a subpoena, uh, it's in good faith the person will re- return what they are asking for. Right. And right. Goes, but the search warrant, he says, we want it now. And we're going to get it now. So apparently, he was subpoenaed by the National Archives for that that presidential deal, who who actually first brought up that he had taken documents and hadn't returned them. So there there's documents that are missing that they know that if he doesn't return or they can't find them, then that's where the criminality is. Well, I'll tell you, I'll yep. tell you this from my perspective. If they get him on a technicality, fine. Maybe they don't get him on the major things, but if it prevents him from damaging the country further. Oh, yeah. You know, the way they sent Capone, it was a good uh, analogy, the way they sent Capone away for tax evasion, not for right. running the mob. Whatever it takes to do it, fine. I'm for that. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you bring know, up a great point, the, though, Chris. Yeah. You know, have you ever seen the uh, the Purge? <laughs> <laughs> I'm familiar yeah. with the franchise, yeah. 
Yeah, that was the CPAC on Sunday. <laughs> CPAC was the purge. We are all domestic terrorists. Yeah, right. We're all domestic terrorists. They had a performance artist in a jail cell who was supposed yeah. to be one of the one of the January six rioters and Marjorie Taylor Greene. This, no, it wasn't Marjorie Taylor Greene, but it was like this actual thing. It's like here's one of our patriotic brothers being unjustly kept in prison by right the purge. Nice. All right, thanks, Chris. Hey, if- if, if that CPAC doesn't show that the mentally ill can actually get into office, I don't know what else would. <laughs> All great points. Equal opportunity employers at the federal yeah, exactly. level. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. That's right. All right. Thanks, Chris. Uh, Chris, Chris is right. He actually. Is Anytime somebody mind. calls in during the news, I assume they're just going to go for my throat. <laughs> so it's it's nice to get a friendly call know, during was, the news. That was nice. I do remember the subpoenas were actually sent by the National Archives. I remember that story. Well, they sent. Of course, the National Archives is going to turn over. You send them a subpoena, they'll turn over the requested documents. No, but they no, didn't. no, no. The National the, the Archives. National archives have them. No, the National Archives Donald Trump. subpoenaed Donald Trump yeah. to get the documents and back. He did not send them back. So that's why they went with the warrant. Now, this to me is a complete. These are all completely separate scandals from the Georgia elector scheme to this. Well, but they have a common thread, and that well, common the person thread is the person. Person, right? absolutely. Yeah. All three Georgia men involved in the killing of Ahmad Arbery will never see the outside of a jail cell. Travis McMichael was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility for, par- for parole. His father, Gregory, received the same, and neighbor, William Roddy Bryan, netted a 35-year prison term. Ahmad Arbery's mother, Wanda Cooper Jones, said that they have finally gotten justice. I will rest peacefully knowing that the, the men that were responsible for the murder of Ahmad, they're going to spend the rest of the naturalized in prison. All of these sentences are on the federal hate crime charges, not the state-level offenses, which also netted the men lifetime sentences. Only Brian has the potential of parole in the state conviction, but that's essentially blown out of the water now. As for the request that McMichael sent the judge about being sent into federal custody instead of state prison due to safety concerns, that motion was denied. Yeah. Wait, so you're still saying you're worried that you would be attacked by a black man after all? I mean, that's basically what this guy was saying. If you put me in gen pop... They're going to be African-American prisoners. So, I mean, the thing that put him behind bars in the first place was you were freaking out because there was an African-American man in a place you didn't think he was supposed to be. Now you're worried, oh, they're going to hurt me. They might. Um, I was telling you about the comments I was reading on Breitbart about this, right? Yeah. Are you doing the thing Buzz does now and just go to Breitbart uh, and read the comments? I did this before Buzz. What Thank was the song? We had a theme song uh, for Breitbart. Yeah. Find that. What did you find, Nico? Okay, so somebody out there writes, this is one of the most heinous examples of misjustice out there. No charges, no trial, just incarceration. The deep state Gestapo wins again. Gestapo? Yeah. Gaspacho? Gaspacho. (laughs) I guess Jello was right. I don't even know what that's in reference to. Jello. But he's what? talking about the Ahmad Arbery. Wait, wait, they did have a trial. That's what, what the next talking about. That's what the person they right underneath that comment says. There were literally two trials with charges approved by grand juries and overseen by judges and lawyers representing them. What are you talking about? Then the person goes, "Can we have some real trials about Biden's receiving billion oh, from there China?" You there you go. That's the what the right. what aboutism. Oh, there was a trial. How about Hunter's laptop? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, speaking of President Biden, he is promising ongoing federal support for flood-ravaged eastern Kentucky. After talking with affected residents in one neighborhood, Biden said, We never give up, we never stop, we never bow, we never bend, we just go forward. Goonies never say quit. Biden also talked about federal aid during an earlier stop and said if it's legal, we'll do it. During his remarks, Biden praised first responders for their actions during the deadly flooding, which took more than three dozen lives. But it's other comments that are raising concern. At one point, Biden suggests it might become possible to control the weather. And at another, he essentially admitted that the Inflation Reduction Act is not about bringing down inflation and even got the numbers wrong. He then noted the act was helping to take care of everything from health care to God knows what else. And well, look, he had just had a serious, serious struggle with his jacket. <laughs> right before right. That. Did you see the video? <laughs> no. Just your description of it, trying to oh find the God. armhole. That it's poor pretty man could not God. find that at armhole. Point, at and some point. And then the Jill couldn't help him either. Yeah, she can't at, help At him. some point, it's the Secret Service's duty to... Uh, Get in there in behalf and well, save him from his own jacket. Joanna, did you see in <laughs> did you see in that video that there are two guards standing behind him? Yeah, at the helicopter. You know how they have like guards. It's a helicopter, and already like you know it's going to be windy. windy. <laughs> and so he's fighting with this blazer. And hole. the whole time I'm thinking is why don't one of those guards help? Right. And I don't think they can. And Jill just looks like like they're for not a few allowed minutes, to get like... in if it's a clothing involved incident. They're like he's fine. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think that they're supposed they're almost like the uh, British ones in front of Buckingham Palace. Like they they just can't move. Uh, here's where the trouble starts. Okay, he's trying to find that other armhole. <laughs> These two are at attention. They're like the they're like those guys outside Buckingham Palace. They're, they're like, not allowed that's to not move. Part of he our goes over there. He's asking Jill. Jill's getting Jill. into it. She finds the, the back of the coat anyway. He's still looking for that left armhole. And now he's put well, it his hands into going the breast in, pocket, into the inside pocket. <laughs> he's all, what the hell that's is that? It? Oh, finally. That's how long look it took to Jill, get that jacket Look at how on. she's laughing. His glasses are all off. <laughs> but you know what? That's like just a bumbling old man. Like, there's nothing inherently malevolent about that. Here's a little bit of what he said. The weather may be out our control for now, but it's not beyond our control. <laughs> <laughs> the weather's not like my jacket. It's not beyond our control. Is that anybody else? Having problems with their jackets today? <laughs> the weather caused this oh, problem. Uh, for for as far as I know, for all of our history as Americans, there's been a minimum age to be president. I think it's time we start talking about a maximum age yeah. to be president. Or maybe, you know what? Some people have to give up their driver's license. Ronald it, Reagan it, had Alzheimer's in the last year of his presidency nancy reagan was signing all of his documents and bills for him he wasn't even lucid enough sometimes to talk to generals i mean it's not like we haven't had a disabled person in the white house before Mm -hmm. i'm just saying maybe we have a cutoff age i think that's a thing you'd get a lot of bipartisan support on what would would you say reagan was too old I know, I know you come I from mean, the 80s era when Reagan was everything, and probably the reason you became a Republican was, was Reagan. Was Reagan? Yeah. Was he? It's not not true. <laughs> what, what are you asking? Was Reagan Do you think Reagan one impaired? Was two, one, he was. I mean, it's, it's been documented that he was impaired. And, and yeah, Nancy but Reagan, I, I mean, that's a disability that a lot of older folks suffer with. I mean, I, I try the not... The president yeah. of the United yeah, States... Yeah. 
had his wife signing things for him. I mean, I, I do agree that Biden is probably not as sharp as he used to be. I mean, it would be hard to argue that he that he yeah, is. Yeah, but my, the same people that say that are also saying, but Ronald Reagan, even though he was super old, still did like a lot of great stuff. Um, so your age limit camp would prevent somebody like Ronald Reagan from coming to office even. Okay. Would you be cool with that? I, if you're asking me, do I think today Ronald Reagan is too old to run for president? <laughs> I agree. Yes, he is. And finally, He's no, in no shape. <laughs> <laughs> he is not in any shape today. That is true. He's probably just bones. But do you, okay, what what age limit would you give it then? Thirty five. Seventy five. As that's the upper range. Seventy five. Yeah, I'd say the same. Finally, Oklahoma assistant coach resigns after uttering word he shouldn't have. Cale Gundy, <laughs> longtime assistant coach with the Oklahoma football program, has announced his resignation from the organization. During a film session, Gundy admitted to reading aloud a word that I should never under any circumstances have uttered. For clarity, he said he was reading off the iPad of one of my players and adds in the moment I didn't even realize what I was reading. As soon as I did, I was horrified. Can I can I read a little bit of his statement? Because it, it's clear what I mean, everybody Thinks they know what what word he said. So here is directly from what he, uh, I guess this is Twitter. He tweeted, last week during a film session, I instructed my players to take notes. I noticed the player was distracted and picked up his iPad and read aloud the words that were written on his screen. The words displayed had nothing to do with football. One particular word that I should never, under any circumstances, have uttered was displayed on that screen. In the moment... I did not even realize what I was reading, and as soon as I did, I was horrified. Okay. Now, but there are other people who are saying he said the word repeatedly. Well, yeah, there's a statement from Oklahoma head coach that said the word was said and read not once but multiple times, and Gundy did the right thing by resigning. The school has agreed, though officials say they accepted the resignation with sadness. Yeah, so Gundy uh, went to, he was quarterback for OU. His brother, Mike uh, Gundy, who's the head coach at OSU, was also uh, like a blue chip high school athlete in Oklahoma so these guys were really famous even coming out of high school when I was growing up mm-hmm. uh, I don't know maybe Kale Gundy knows somebody like a head coach somewhere that might have a job open for him I don't know Yeah, I Is it, are we talking about the n-word Did he, he said the n-word right it's, that's the only word seems, that gets this kind of yeah. I mean I don't think like I don't it think it's the r-word I mean what else is it going to be the f-word uh, yeah, now uh, the F word, uh, please. In eighth grade, my coaches yelled the F yeah. word at least 20 <laughs> times every no. practice. No, the one for gays. Oh. Oh. oh, oh, I guess, oh. but that doesn't seem like it would have upset the play. Obviously, the players who were present were upset by this. I mean, somebody had to have complained, complained and pushed it up to the next level. I'm assuming it was a player. I don't know if it was the player whose iPad he was reading off of. Well, we don't know what the we word was. All all that's been said is I said he said Gundy says I sh- I said a word I should never have said. But no I mean, word. really that the N-word it is has kind of the N-word. word yeah. that gets you canceled like that. I mean, if it was the R word or the F word. Well, and especially if, I don't know the circumstances, but if you had a black player writing on his... And you're like, what are you doing? Let me read. Here, I'm going to read to the whole class what you're writing. You ever, you ever seen that? Yeah. yeah like if a teacher's going to grab your note and right. read it out loud. Um, yeah. Or make you get up and read it out loud yeah, in front of the yeah. whole... Maybe that's what he should have done. He should have had the player get up and read clearly, the whole thing. Clearly, clearly. Uh, so that's uh, head coach Brent Venables.
who uh, oh, said yes. that he's sad to yep. see Kale Gundy go, but he never should have used that word. Go Sooners! Go Sooners! Stop it! Stop it now! All right, let's take a break. We're going to come back. We've got much more ahead as the Buzz Adams Morning Show continues right after this. Hey, uh, real quick reminder here that we are registering for a flyaway trip to see an awesome band in an awesome city. Iron Maiden in Denver. KLAQ and BMG Music want to send you and a guest. Airfare, hotel, $500 spending cash, tickets to the show. See Iron Maiden in Denver, Colorado. It's a Rocky Mountain Rockout with Iron Maiden. Every day, including the weekend, we give out code words at approximately 10.15 a.m. And there's one at 2.15 p.m. and 5.15 p.m. Listen to those code words. When you get one, open up the KLEQ mobile app. You are going to need the app to win this contest. Just tap the Rocky Mountain Maiden button on the KLAQ app. Enter the code and you're registered. The more codes you're able to enter, the more registration you have. It's brought to you by the all-new Earl of Sandwich, the sandwich that started it all. Now open with their first location in El Paso, 3581 North Zaragoza. If you don't have the mobile app, it's free download. Get it for your iPhone through the App Store or your Android through the Google Play Store. I had to Google Earl of Sandwich and see what their menu was like. I bet they got sandwiches. It looks delicious. Yeah, this does look delicious. Yeah, sandwiches. Also, Joanna, I was telling Buzz, our mutual friend in Sturgis, mm-hmm. North Dakota? South. South Dakota. Mm-hmm. Just sent me all the pictures. <gasps> he did? Yeah. That's and Buzz great. is like, oh, so I can do a post about it? Oh, the weeks? And I was like, I'm going to do the post about it. <laughs> but Buzz, I think we'll get the pictures in the end. Uh, Sturgis continues. So that's probably just like the first in a series of photos that he's going to send. Does it look like they're having a good time up there? Real good time. Not a lot of clothing for a lot of people. It's always the best part. Those galleries do great. (laughs) Sure do. (laughs) We should put more nudity on the website. It's always been a real real winner for us. (laughs) Kanye reportedly celebrated the breakup of Kim and Pete Davidson. In the most Kanye way possible. Which is to say... Crap house rat crazy. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Yesterday morning, Kanye posted an image of a fake New York Times headline. It read, Skeet Davidson dead at age 28. All right, some of this stuff is got to be getting into the realm of criminality, right? right? Like threats. I was, okay, I don't know if this is true or not, but Joanna, maybe you saw something about Pete Davidson's going to therapy. I, I almost took it as a, a, uh, a clickbait headline. A, a, like rela- I it was- a related news, a source says that Pete has been in trauma therapy because of Kanye's nonstop online harassment. I'm, well, Pete has been very open about going to therapy, but I, and, I yeah, hadn't but has heard he gone that to, it was ha- for that. Yeah, that he's back in it trauma therapy for this. Kanye took it down, uh, according to a source, he took it down because it made Kim livid. A source said, quote, he's back to his old ways and she will not tolerate his bullying behavior toward the people she loves and cares about. 
still the same source here, Kim and Kanye have been in such a positive co-parenting space. And with communication lately, this is just a reminder to her that he will never change and why there will never be a chance of reconciliation. And a different source says that Pete Davidson has been going to trauma therapy because of Kanye's nonstop harassment. At some level, I think a lot of people would be like, whatever, you privileged celebrity, what, you're going to go to trauma therapy? Pete Davidson? Yeah, because somebody made fun of you. Yeah, but imagine somebody trolling you on your social media. It's not media just him; it's except, his fans. Yeah, it's his fans too, and then getting everybody to, and then multiply it by a million. Yeah, I think it's great he's doing that. Yeah, I mean, oh. Twitter has a bunch of suggestions of who Pete Davidson will move on to next. I want you to come up with some of yours, but I'll give you some of the ones from Oh, right. Twitter. Liz gave us this assignment, and I forgot about so, it. So, <laughs> right now, he just told me right now, and I was thinking, well, obviously, he's got to go for, like, the hot actresses right now, like Zendaya. But those, that's, she's younger than Pete Davidson, and he doesn't seem to like I think people. her and Ariana Grande are kind of in the same, I mean, no. within. Oh, no, Ariana Grande and Zendaya are not the same age whatsoever. I think they're close. They're not close whatsoever. Pete's they're 28, by the way. What, Pete and Ariana are the same age. But Zendaya is like twenty one. Right? Seems no. like no. Zendaya's no, been around twenty five. Really? Yeah. Isn't Tom Holland only like twenty? He's twenty five. Also, I God, think. everybody He's like seems 26. so young. <laughs> I know. You might be out of touch with youth culture, there, buddy. <laughs> well, either way, Pete Davidson has never gone for somebody younger than him. No, that's no, not true. That's no, not true. that's not true. Kaya, Kaya, I think Kaya Gerber, Kaya Gerber is, is like twenty two. Yeah. I think Ariana Grande's younger than Kate Beckinsale. She was definitely older. Then it was Ariana. Uh, then it was Kim Kardashian. All right. Well, what you're saying, I, although I don't think it's true that he's never dated anyone younger than himself, but it does go to my prediction. He's going older. He's going older. Chris Kardashian. Okay. Like he's been <laughs> hanging around the family. He probably you know, likes I the love the old going with the mom. Chris Kardashian. Chris has been like, you know, I didn't get it at first, but the more he's around, I see it. He's so funny. Right. He makes and me laugh. there's just some kind of energy of the BD variety. BD. <laughs> yeah, the BDE. I, I was thinking so like I'm, Betty White or somebody older. She White is passed rest away. in peace, Nico. not here anymore. Thank you, Nicholas. Don't even say it. Fine. Mary Tyler more than. Oh, another, another one. one. What are you going to say? Uh, uh, Olivia Newton-John. John? <laughs> no, don't here, look at me. That here, wasn't funny. Here are <laughs> some of Twitter's suggestions. Jennifer Coolidge, a.k.a. So Stifler's funny. mom. Oh, she was in the news recently. Yeah, he can be 201. <laughs> yeah, didn't she say she banged 200 dudes because of that? Martha Stewart. Yeah. All older. Oh, yeah. I see it on the list. It's all older actresses. Taylor Swift. Private jet. Well, they say private jet, but you got, I mean, there's so much dating history between these two people. It It's kind of the odds are that they'll eventually Gravitate. end up dating each other, right? Just because. Kind of shocked that they haven't yet. Susan Sarandon. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going older. Uh, like, who is the hot. Oh, Joanna. Thing I know. Right now? Joanna. Like, super. Huh? It's going to be. I know who it is. Who it's going to be. Who? It's going to be J-Lo. J-Lo and Ben. Ben are spending some He's time apart. They're spending time apart. And it's because J-Lo got, no, somebody's available now. He's going to slip She's into She's like, wait, her, is he single? Yeah. Going to slip into her DMs. What's DMs? with your list? This is the list from Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Supreme it's Court so Justice Sonia Sotomayor. 
<laughs> Number four just says a minion. Yeah. <laughs> well, one person tweeted. Ooh, the Gru series. One person tweeted, quote, if you say Pete Davidson's name in a mirror three times, he will come date you. <laughs> I like the last one on the list. I know. Probably the so oldest. Funny. The Virgin the Mary. Virgin Mary. <laughs> that was great. Apparently, whatever he's got going on, his charm works on everybody. Step, no, stepfather can we Jesus. not all acknowledge those were all older dating suggestions? I, not one of us has come up with anybody Look. younger than Pete Davidson. Because Ariana Grande. That's not what he wants. Already. He'd already dated her, so you have to get over Ariana Grande. Wait, wait. So come up with somebody younger than him that dated. he hasn't dated. That's what you're going for, right? Okay, older no. actresses. He ha- he's already dated Ariana Grande. I thought you were saying he hasn't dated anybody. Well, what I'm saying is the, traje- no, my, the trajectory of who he's dating seems to be everybody older. Why do you think the whole list right now gave you Queen Elizabeth, Martha, Martha Stewart, Susan Sarandon, right. and the Virgin Mary? AOC. There you go. I think he could date AOC. I think, think he's she's younger than him. I think they're close. Probably. I mean, I don't know. She's probably like twenty nine, thirty, right? He could start dating Kendall, Kendall Jenner. <laughs> Another Helen sister. Mirren. Helen Mirren. She's still a hottie with a yeah. body. Elizabeth Hurley. <laughs> That's a good one. That is a good one. I'm just throwing out the women that I would like to date. Yeah, no, that. <laughs> Elizabeth Hurley, single. Super on brand for Pete today, Elizabeth Hurley. For sure, because she kind of looks like Kate Beckinsale. A little bit, yeah. And he already dated Kate Beckinsale. There you go. Saffron Burroughs. No. Well, that's a spice, so. Brooklyn Beckham. (laughs) That's that's a man. That's a man. (laughs) Who's married to... uh, Barbara the billionaire's thing. daughter. Wait, Brooklyn Beckham mm-hmm. is a Brooklyn man? Ben. Yeah, Brooklyn Beckham. Yeah, Beckham, twenty-three-year-old son, son of Brooklyn sounds like Spice a girl. girl and are yep. you just looking up names? All right, <laughs> Brooklyn Decker. Brooklyn Decker married to tennis player. Isn't she married to um, or a baseball? Player? I don't know. Diane Kruger. Ariel Winter from Modern Family. Yeah. Sophia Vergara. Mm. Again, I think I just start picking out Salma Hayek. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's me. Bella Thorne. Bella, Th- okay, Bella Thorne was younger. on. Yeah, all you guys are going older. They, they were on a, I guess it was Disney or Nickelodeon or whatever. Bella Thorne was on a show Disney, with yeah. Zendaya when yep. they were both and she, teenagers. Yeah, and she dated uh, Scott Disick. When she was 17. <laughs> what? No, that's not true. Oh, no, in 2017. Okay. God, you got to watch what you say, dude. I got a couple of uh, stories. Well, let me just wrap up with this. Uh, we've got a, a COVID song to remind people that you can still get COVID. So a couple notable cases. First of all, President Biden got COVID, and then he got it again. It almost seemed like, did he get over it the first time, or are they are they counting it twice? Uh, and then Nico also hmm. got COVID. He did. So. Good news, President Biden is now COVID-free. Happy to hear that. Happy to hear that. He's back on his feet and as healthy as a 175-year-old horse. He finally tested negative again for COVID and was allowed to leave quarantine for the first time in 18 days. Yeah, so he's back and as good as new or whatever he was when he went in. He was able to leave the White House for the first time in over two weeks. And this is great. When he emerged from hibernation, he predicted six more weeks of summer. Oh, yeah. Come on. All 
All right. So in addition to uh, President Biden, Nico Ajimian, although yours wasn't a recurring case or a bounce back case, no, it was not the at first all. time that you'd gotten it at well, all. That, yeah, testing positive for it. The first time I ever tested positive for it. Now I didn't have I didn't have really bad symptoms. Did you have any symptoms? I did have the the, the night I uh, tested uh, positive. I did have um, a really sore throat and my chest was was really tight. All right. Well, just to remind you, COVID. I know. Monkeypox is the new girl on the block. <laughs> but COVID's still out there. The results came in about a half past ten. I can't believe I got the virus again. Cause COVID ain't over. COVID ain't over. The plague's not over. The plague's not over. Call in to my doctor, say I'm coming in. My wife's best friend just changed the Every day. Buzz at. El Paso weather's forecast for this week. Pretty much the same that we got yesterday. Looks like every day is going to be in the mid 90s with a chance of rain, about a 15 to 20 percent chance of rain. It looks like every day, including the weekend. So. Hard Knocks tonight on HBO. You really get into every season of Hard Knocks? I watched every season, yeah. Yeah. Last year was good because it was Cowboys. Yep. And this is uh, uh, Detroit Lions. You have to admit, the Lions haven't had a, a good time. No. No, the Lions fans probably did not have a good have not had a good time. I mean, the the amount of pain inflicted on me in just the last eight seconds of games in the last ten years has has been pretty epic. When's the last time they won? And your quarterback leaves and goes to the championship the very next year. Don't don't even talk to me about. Don't even talk. Well, how 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 devoted to the Lions are you? I mean, I'm a born and bred Lions fan. Yeah, it's in my blood. All right. Well, you Don't did have one of the Detroit. great running backs of all time, Barry sure Sanders. Sure did, Barry Sanders, that's right. right. We had Megatron for a while. <sighs> you, Still you had, couldn't win even with Megatron and Matt You had Stafford. Decepticons playing for the Lions. <laughs> now that seems unfair. Yeah. Still couldn't win. <laughs> but I love the new coach. The new coach looks, I, even if you're not a Lions fan, I gotta say, this guy looks fun to watch and seems like there's gonna be some inspiring messages and We'll see. I'm going to watch it tonight, and I'll let you know tomorrow what I think about it. There's one of those lists out of the best countries and worst countries to live in. So we're not, the United States, not in the top ten. Of either? But not in the bottom ten oh, either. Cool. Ah. Uh, this is the Economist Intelligence Unit <laughs> released their Global, global Livability Index. And, yeah, U.S. not in the top ten. Like, I find that hard to believe, but then I realize I've only been to, like, three other countries in the entire <laughs> world. Right. What am I really measuring it against? It's just like. That's true. Um, I would the say. The best place is Vienna, Austria. Oh. The worst place is Tehran, Iran. <laughs> and they broke it down by cities. Atlanta ranked as the most livable U.S. city at 26. My dad's home office was in Atlanta. It always seemed like 
Well, first of all, you can't get directions because everything's peach tree something. Peach tree lane, peach tree way, peach tree. Guess what? Not a peach tree in sight <laughs> on any of these streets. Uh, Atlanta, huh? Interesting. Oh, my Atlanta. I would say probably North Korea. I wouldn't want to live there. Young Yang, is that on the list? They, maybe they don't even get, you know, because... Because you can't even you can't get in live there, there if right? you want yeah. to. Yeah, I imagine yeah. that's. Worse I don't than, know why anybody would want to, but I gotta imagine Pyongyang is worse than Tehran. I, again, I've only I, look. Here are the countries I've been to in my life: <laughs> the United States, Mexico, but no further than war. No far, no further than the Mercado. This <laughs> <laughs> is far into Mexico. United Kingdom, you've been there. I've been to the UK, Canada, never. Mm. France. Really? We went over. We went, yeah, for a day <laughs> in France. <laughs> say it, so France. 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 You ever heard the thing like French people are really rude? All the people I met, super, super nice. I hear they chill. hate Americans. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. Especially like my accent was a giveaway the entire time <laughs> I was in. Oh, oh, yeah. I can't imagine. <laughs> Did they all talk like, oh, you are American? Yeah, they were very cool. I thought they were all just super, super nice. Did they all talk like our friend Le Romantique? Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> you know what every woman. Hold on. <laughs> we haven't had a good job, Joanna. I love it. Ah, it is me, Le Romantique. And I know what every woman wants. A penis. What? If you can give a woman a penis, they will be yours forever. It's true. If you cannot bring them a penis, they will find someone who can. <laughs> Also, does anyone have a birthday? Because I could really go for a <laughs> slice of cock. <laughs> it's the accent. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. Papa John's is introducing a pizza for people who are on a low-carb diet. What do they call it now? It used to be called Atkins. Keto. 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 Dude, my nephew did keto. He's lost so much weight. I'm so jealous. Keto's technically low-carb but high-fat. Which is different. Why Atkins? Same thing. No, Atkins is not about the high fat part. No, but you can have eggs and sausage and a steak if you want. (laughs) Butter. Yeah, butter, (laughs) right. Papa John's is introducing a new option, Papa Bowls. (laughs) It's the toppings without the crust. So it sounds like a casserole. Oh, okay. Where is the outrage for this? So wait, just cheese and pepperonis? That sounds delicious. Meat with sauce. With sauce. Mm. Veggies, cheese, sauce, baked together, but without a crust. I've seen a lot of restaurants starting to do this, like pizza places. They're just offering these little bowls with sauce with the pizza stuff in it. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you've probably seen people who are like, hey, I'm out at pizza, but I'm doing low carb, so I'm just going to scrape off the, the top of it, leave the, <laughs> leave the crust there like a psycho. <laughs> That's the best part. The bowls will be available to loyalty members starting next Monday and to everyone else starting on the 22nd. And looks like the pricing is going to be around seven ninety nine. Well, that was, that I remember, big bowl. Atkins, I did Atkins, and you're not supposed to eat any vegetables or fruits. And I think keto. Oh, you don't you eat can vegetables have, or fruits on Atkins? On Atkins, you cut all, you're supposed to go Every into a state card. called ketosis. 
So I guess that's probably where keto comes from. It does. And to do that, you've got to purge all fiber. So what, that's what? vegetables or fruit or, of course, bread. What is ketosis, Buzz? It's when you're, uh, I'm going to say, just based on the word, I'm going to say it's when your body runs out of available energy to burn. So it starts burning fat and muscle. That's one of the things. You'll lose fat on Atkins, but you'll lose muscle, too. Mm-hmm. Did I did I get it? You're right. You're so the- it makes your breath smell really bad after about six days. <laughs> yeah, if you just eat the, the, the Atkins diet. You're absolutely your right. Protein and carbohydrates are the first readily available sources of nutrients that your body will process or metabolize. Fats are the last ones, and so ketosis is the, the process the of burning where it's like, Well, we've burned up everything else that is available. Let's We're going to start burn burning fat. some fat. But Burning fat also releases things called ketones. Um, and people who are diabetic, you'll know about it. That was my high school glee club. I know, the whistle <laughs> the ketones. The ketones. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, I got neckline calls, but we need to take a break. So when we come back, I'll get to some of these. We've got some calls, uh, people asking about the raid on Trump's is it his country club or his house? Does he live at his country club? He called it his home. <laughs> yeah, in a state. Yeah, it is. It's his. It is his residence. It is his official uh, residence. Okay. Does he live like in the clubhouse in the pro shop? Where the hell does in the diamond encrusted? He has his own yeah little room. Man. Anyway, the, the FBI the- carried out a raid on Mar-a-Lago and everybody all the way fifteen bre- boxes of stuff. Everybody on Breitbart right now. The thing I'm looking at because because we just learned that the the Bidens say that they learned about the raid. When we did from the news. Yeah, the White House released a statement. Jill and Joe Biden say they they didn't know about the raid until they read it in the news like everybody else. Uh, People are saying whoever is pulling Biden's puppet strings, probably Obama. Everybody is saying it's Obama who was the one that ordered this. (laughs) They're also saying what the the uh, new FBI agents that are going to be the 87,000 that are going to be added. Well, those are IRS, IRS, IRS. IRS, But uh, that Marco Rubio tweeted that that there must be a connection between those. So they haven't been hired yet. So. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you think the the FBI did the wrong thing by raiding Mar-a-Lago, Wait. you got to ask, you got to ask yourself, well, who appointed that F, uh, the director of the FBI? Oh, good point, Christopher. Ray. Oh, he's Donald a Trump, Trump guy, yeah. right? Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show's on the way right after this. This is the Buzz Adams Morning. Show. I saw you put up a uh, a live call, so get that one first. It's uh, Jason on the studio line. Hi, Jason. What's up, Jason? Good morning. Good hey. morning. I, I just had one question. As we keep hearing about this Donald Trump getting raided, is it leading up to a Florida man story? <laughs> <laughs> Florida man tries to stuff oh. papers down toilet. Down <laughs> blank. <laughs> down blank, right. Uh, yeah, probably. Former blank. It, it hasn't involved an alligator or meth yet, but we'll we'll keep you Fingers posted. Crossed. Just keep listening for the next true crime report, Jason. All right. Thank you much, guys. I appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, man. Awesome. Good, seg- good segue idea, Jason. <laughs> Florida man. Well, you know, he can't really live in New York City anymore. I mean, he, his social group, such as it is, are most of them are under indictment, or yeah. and the ones who aren't. 
don't want anything to do with them. Same goes for Ivanka and Jared. Dude, he lives in a place where where people come up to him all the time and fawn over him and say, I love you. I love you. Yeah. And if he... Why would you ever want to leave that place? If he walked out the door at Trump Plaza, he'd... You know, I don't know if people would throw tomatoes at him and stuff, but they would definitely let him know that he's not welcome in New York City. And it seems like he's happy with that. I don't know if Jared Navanka saw themselves living in Florida. (laughs) (laughs) I doubt it. I think they very much want to be. And I think I think Donald his entire life kind of wanted to be respected among New York City elite. And he never was. So he runs for president. And guess what? They respect him even less. He does not care anymore, dude. I I think you you underestimate how much of a new reality he has created for himself. In his head, he won the election. In his head, everybody is out to get him. In his head, those are the bad people. Where he lives in his head is all the good people. He's still very interested to find out what the New York Times says. He's very interested to find out. Does he? Yeah, I mean, he knows what he's going to get from Fox or the Post or whatever, but he's still, I think. I guess not, because no, what he's been mad at lately was Fox and Well, the they Post. haven't been as groveling. And the Wall Street Journal. Um, he had a story about Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, that's right. So We played audio of him talking yeah. about experimenting with mind-altering substances, uh, ayahuasca. Is that how you say it? Ayahuasca? Yeah, ayahuasca. That's uh, right. I believe a mushroom of some sort. It is uh, not a mushroom. It's no. not? No. It's okay. a tea made from the bark. Get, oh, it's a tea. That's right. Well, bark I and vine. Because uh, DMT is taken from the bark of one tree. You know tree. what? You sound like you're almost ready to brew up a batch. Dang. Like if it really came. Right? I've seen this guy oh, whittle a, a, a pipe out of a stick that he found in my backyard. Not a joke. <laughs> I know survival skills. Like if, if Nico were on naked and afraid, they would come back and he would have lost twenty pounds because he hadn't be eaten naked. anything. But he would have a fully naked constructed but bong. But, yeah, I wouldn't be afraid. <laughs> he would have made naked a bong out of a tree stump. This is called oh, naked so and chill. Uh, well, so the NFL came out and said that this drinking. Oh, so ayahuasca is also used in religious ceremonies by many South American Indian uh, South America. Mm -hmm. South American Indian communities. Some of them have moved here to the United States. Here in the United States, they're still allowed to practice, I think. All right, so the NFL what? It said that that it did not violate the NFL's drug policy. Yeah. He did not. What's the deal on on weed in the NFL? Are they kind of like not as in a state where it's legal to to buy and consume, can you still get in trouble if you're an NFL player smoking weed? Because oh, I thought Josh the Gordon NBA had, <laughs> I thought the NBA had taken some steps to. They changed their policy in 2020. Yes, players yes. no longer face the possibility of being suspended from games over positive tests for any drug, not just marijuana, under collective bargaining agreement. Instead, they will face a fine. I can see marijuana per, uh, being a, a performance enhancer in some things, but. Definitely not in football. No, actually, the the NFL paid a million dollars in money to a grant program for for the study of marijuana and its relation to pain management for their players. So they're looking at marijuana. Yeah, a lot of a lot of the players have said, "Look, I could get shot up with this cocktail, you know, painkiller and stuff, or I could smoke some weed and 
I think weed's probably a little more healthy. But let, I mean, ayahuasca, first of all, is nowhere near the category of marijuana. It's not even in the same realm of it, okay? Uh, ayahuasca is a very powerful hallucinogenic, and it is used in these spiritual ceremonies and, and helps people uh, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, supposedly. Right. Yeah. So but the NFL it, says not a violation of NFL drug policy. That's, that's what they said. That's what they said. He will not get in trouble for Have it. Have you heard of DMT? You ever watched that Joe Rogan special called The uh, God Molecule? I definitely know of the professor at University of New Mexico. Yeah. Who at a UNM. wrote the, the the God molecule and studied DMT and it's like when you get you know and the your body produces DMT. Yeah. Uh and he found out that under the influence of DMT, a lot of people who don't even describe themselves as religious say that they have they kind have of like a religious experience, experience right. of some kind of other presence or a sense of well being or that the you know the universe is all one and things well, like DMT this. and ayahuasca are the exact same thing, except DMT only lasts five minutes because you have uh, things in your brains that, uh, you know, metabolize it pretty quickly. Ayahuasca lasts 12 hours. I think it's the brewing of the tea and the way that they mix it. The vine juice activates and keeps it so it's a longer experience. Technically, it has a MAOI in it and a monoamine oxidase inhibitor. But is it is it illegal in the United States? It is considered illegal in the United States but um, because of its, it is categorized as like a schedule, it's a it's a schedule one but for the religious ceremonies like I think that the like for example some religious communities can still smoke peyote, peyote here, right. but it is illegal you know under schedule one but DA. there are some uh, a lot of Native American uh, I, you know I'm really communities uh, <laughs> Churches that have gotten a waiver, I right. guess, to say, yeah, you're legitimately taking a lot of peyote people, for religious communion or whatever. Right. A lot of people would fly to South America to, to some, you know, bougie, fancy resort where they would have you take this ayahuasca. Also, do you want to know some of the side effects of ayahuasca? They say you pretty much purge all night long or however long you like take it. Puking is yeah, a big you, part. Yeah, you of puke up for not 12 just, hours. Not just puking. Well, yeah. Other end, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want to hear Aaron Rodgers? He was on Barstool Sports and the show Pardon My Take. And uh, so the the host make make a joke about how many grandmothers he killed because he was anti-vax. <laughs> <laughs> and it, he continues... <laughs> He continues the interview. Hey, bro, how many grandmas you killed? <laughs> how would you describe yourself? I think in general, I'd like to present myself how I see myself. So unapologetically authentic. You like me or don't like me, that's not my concern at this point. You know, my concern is just speaking the truth. And, you know, and people say, oh, well, immunization, vaccination. Yeah, I did. I said yeah. that a lot. Yeah, you did. Yep. But how many people do you think you killed? <laughs> What's your count? How many grandmothers? Yeah, Let's just do grandmothers. I mean, I know you guys are f***ing around. I don't find that part funny. I really don't. Okay. Like, no, yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean the consequences of your words. That part's not funny to you. I like how he said, I just like, I'm unapologetically me. Well, so you're unapologetic. So you're a douche who, when you do something wrong, you won't apologize. Yeah. Oops. Yeah, I, it's just, it's interesting, you know, following all the Brittany Griner stuff, and, you know, she has a little canister of hashish oil, and, and this guy, this guy openly talks about his illegal drug know. use, and everyone, and the coach, Matt LaFleur, was like, eh, I haven't really given it much thought, whatever. 
You know, it's just interesting to me. You know. Well, I mean, he's not going to a separate country with ayahuasca in his bag or anything. Does ayahuasca no, make I, you allergic to shampoo? Because no, it doesn't look like he's cleaned his hair in like <laughs> two years. <laughs> he's certainly not scared to come out with what he did, though, is what I'm saying. I mean, he knows he's not going to get in trouble for anything like that. I'm trying to remember. What was the deal? He led the Packers to believe that he was vaccinated, but then it came out yeah, that that's he wasn't he was, vaccinated. Yeah, so, he for was, whatever reason. Um, p- uh, punished by the league for that because I think he lied, which. Uh, let's grab a couple of calls here off of the neckline. Mm. How can you call the neckline, Buzz? You may dial in anytime, 24 hours a day. And the neckline number is 844-805-NECK. You won't talk to a real person, but you'll hear a recording. The recording is of Daver, our engineer, so that's just a bonus treat. Love Daver. Toll-free neckline number 844-805-6325. My dad has wanted to call into the neckline for, like, months now, and I gave him the wrong number. Uh, intentionally. Did you do that on purpose? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Have your dad call live. So, I love when he does that. So he keeps asking me, why haven't you played any of my calls? <gasps> what is he calling to? I don't know. A random number. I can't oh my Nicholas. God, somebody's getting the weirdest calls. Mr. Jimmy, please call us live. You are always welcome to call us live. You can call live. You can call the neckline. Here's a call from the neckline. Hey, Buzz. The FBI is a corrupt institution of government. Changed my mind. <laughs> well, I'm All right. generally speaking, I'm pro law enforcement. So I'm going to say that the FBI definitely has a checkered past. If you go back, you know, to the J. Edgar Hoover sure. years, the way that communist, you know, or even suspected communists, but also Martin Luther King, they communicated with him and said, We've got this video of you having an affair, and if you don't kill yourself, we're gonna release it. That was an FBI operation back in the 60s against Martin Luther King. So it would be hard for me to sit here and say that the FBI has a sterling reputation that has never been tarnished. I'm not going to say that. They also got the, weren't they in the Untouchables? Who, who, did, who did they take down in the Untouchables? Dillinger. Yeah, they took down Dillinger. No, the Untouchables was Capone. Oh, but did they take down Dillinger? Yeah, maybe. I don't know, man. I wasn't alive in the freaking 1930s. (laughs) Who knows? I wasn't. I actually wasn't. Uh, Here is a call from a frequent uh, contributor. What's up, Mosho? It's ODG. This message is for that bimbo on the neckline talking smack. I feel like I need to stop right now because maybe not everybody heard. And I think this is what Okie Dokie Guy is referring to. Oh, my God. Enough with this Okie Dorkie Guy. Stop, please. Leave Joanna alone. Seriously. Yeah. All right. Back to Okie Dokie Guy. Was that a guy or girl? Shut your mouth, you unclean wench. <laughs> I am your king. King Okie Dokie. Now go make me some buttermilk pancakes. Hasn't <laughs> I, I don't know if they had pancakes in medieval times. I think they do. It was going great until he stuttered on the pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We got entertainment news on the way and a bunch more from the Buzz Adams Morning Show is headed your way right after this. The local guys. The morning show that's...
this was a big enough story that it wouldn't fit in the entertainment report, but Olivia Newton-John has passed away at the age of 73. Olivia Newton-John had breast cancer uh, diagnosis in the early 90s. For 25 years, she was in remission, and she announced in 2017 that it had uh, returned. Here's another one of uh, Olivia Newton-John's early hits, which was a country song. Over the years, uh, Olivia Newton-John helped raise more than $100 million for cancer research through her own foundation based in Australia. Uh, let's see. You want to hear a little more uh, yeah. from Olivia Newton-John's discogra- dis- discography? Yeah, let's get some. <laughs> Right here's one. I think this video was the first time I'd ever seen leg warmers. It was like, what are <laughs> what are those big bulky socks Olivia Newton John's wearing? Physical, physical, yeah. I wanna get physical, physical. Let's get to physical. Let me body talk. Let's hear it talk. I thought Dude, that is a bop the second it comes on at the gay bars. Really? <laughs> oh yeah. Everybody still appreciates physical by Olivia yeah. Newton John. I wanted to get an update here uh, because Anne Hayes' spokesperson says that she is in extreme critical condition. So uh, we were talking about this uh, car crash that Anne Hayes was involved in on Friday because she was, you know. It looks like she was driving erratically and crashed into numerous things and ended up... uh, uh, Crashing into a house. Crashing into a house. Which is crazy. I want to find this story here make sure that I get things right. This is the uh, rep for Anne Hayes told E! News. At this time, she's in extreme critical condition. I think we were kind of going, you know, that she was... Stable. Gonna, stable and going to pull through. But the spokesman says she is in a coma and has not regained consciousness since shortly after the accident. I wonder if they're talking about when she, like, they had her on a stretcher. It looked like they had her entire body covered, almost like you would a dead body. And then she she hey, gets up out. and camera, like a helicopter cam, uh, captured it. The rep added that Anne Hayes has significant lung injury. Uh, sorry, that's my phone. I had to have it on because I expected a call from our boss yesterday. Everybody checks their phone. Everybody checks their phone, but it's, it was me this time. Is it your uh, watch? It's his watch. Yeah. The rep added that Haish had significant lung injury requiring mechanical ventilation as well as burns that require surgery. On August 5th, Friday, uh, the 53-year-old Emmy winner was driving her Mini Cooper when it crashed into a Mar Vista home. car was traveling at a high speed, so it burst into flames and came to rest 30 feet inside a two-story home. The resident of the home, uh, eyewitnesses say, was lucky to be alive. So Alec Baldwin sent out uh, a message of support to Anne Heche. Which I guess she can't read, but now Alec Baldwin is getting criticized. 
Um, Alec Baldwin uh, posted on an Insta or said in an Instagram video, I just want to send out my best wishes and all my love to Anne Hayes. There's a lot of women I've worked with that are brave. There are not a lot of women I've worked with that are brave in the way that Anne is brave. Uh, Alec Baldwin added, I love you, Anne. I hope everything is okay. I hope you come through this. My heart goes out to you. I'm sorry you had this tragic thing happen to you. And people are saying, how about the people that she could have killed, you know, by driving erratically? Well, you want him to put out a message of support to the people who could potentially have been killed? I mean, Alex well, Baldwin was going to be dragged no matter what he said. Was this a tragic thing that happened to Anne Heche? I think she's probably Absolutely. in some real it's men a, mental crisis. It's a tragic like thing to be hurt to any, anybody being hurt is a tragic thing. They got a picture of Anne Heche, and she's wearing what I just found out is called a pussy bow. <laughs> Who told you that, Joanna? Megan did. Really? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. She, in her 50s, is starting to look a lot like Nancy Reagan did. Almost identical, that, right? yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, obviously, I'm not trying to say... Obviously, Anne Hayes. It's probably a little tone deaf. I mean, you're driving crazy. and Well, if it's your friend. I mean, if I he knows guess, her. I guess. I mean, and if, you're saying no you matter were, what Alec Baldwin did or didn't say, he was going to be dragged for it, no matter what. I mean, I just stay off social media. Anything he does, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. yeah. I should have just not yeah. posted, if anything, yeah. But have you heard about Brad Pitt's S list? Yeah, I just saw that. Uh, was he working with Taylor Johnson? Aaron Taylor yeah. Johnson, otherwise Kick known ass? as Kick Ass, yeah. <laughs> Who's like a serious actor now? Apparently, he's hot. Well, he was Quicksilver, <laughs> yeah, Eight Avengers. Uh, Brad Pitt told Aaron Taylor, Taylor Johnson that he's got two lists. He's got a good list and an S list. Oh. The S list is filled with actors he never wants to work with again in his career. But they didn't mention any names. <laughs> so I figure we got three or four minutes here. Let's, <laughs> let's try and figure out who in the past he's worked with but he hasn't worked with again that might be on his S list. Uh, okay. Megan, you got anything? Angelina Jolie. There you go. Number one. <laughs> Gotta be number one. <laughs> she, has nice. she has replaced Jennifer Aniston for the number one spot. On the S list. I'm trying to think. Edward Norton? He hasn't yeah, worked he, with. He has been with, he hasn't, I don't think he's. And appeared. Edward Norton, doesn't he have a kind of reputation as being a difficult actor to work with? I don't know if he has that reputation with other actors, but directors and producers, uh, like they dropped him from Hulk. Because yeah. they said that he was difficult to work with on the set of The Hulk and replaced him with Mark Ruffalo. When does that She-Hulk come out? Because I saw another trailer for that. It looks great. It really does. So I just want this noted. There's a, a, a superhero show with a female lead that I'm very positive about. Because you guys try to make it <laughs> like I like, don't like stuff with girls. Make note of it. And that's not true. <laughs> I like girls. I, I'm not part of the toxic fandom. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to She-Hulk. How about you get looking forward to Bullet Train? Everybody's raving about it. I don't know. He's like, it's too popular for my blood. What? I don't talk like that. Yeah, you do. Like <laughs> Sometimes in, you do. We hear it <laughs> inside. Uh, we do know one star who's on Brad Pitt's good list is Sandra Bullock. Aww. Uh, she's in Bullet Train. In a recent interview, Pitt Bullock. said that Bullock... <laughs> Bullock Train. <laughs> Brad Pitt said that Sandra Bullock is, quote, a diehard person I could call for favors over the years, and I've done many, many... As I've done many, many times, she's always there. So he really likes uh, Sandra Bullock. 
Well, I ship them then. You're trying. I'm to trying ship to ship Sandra them. Bullock. Yeah, Sandra Bullock and Brad Pitt. Very age appropriate. Uh, can you think of anybody else that Brad Pitt? I mean, he had he, some really nice things to say about Leo Leonardo when he got his Academy Cabrera. Award. Leo, so right. I figure he's cool with Leo. Cool. I'd love to see him in some more Tarantino stuff. You know, Brad Pitt was in. I just forgot all of his movies. Brad Pitt's movies. Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious Bastards. World War Z. All the Oceans what? movies. I don't even know. I, uh, uh, meet Joe Black. Oh yeah, Anthony Hopkins. I hear he hates Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> Seven years in Tibet. <laughs> Legends of the Fall. Oh, he has done a lot. Oh, he hasn't worked with Tom Cruise since Interview of a Vampire with a Vampire. Oh. And they had scenes together, right? Yeah, yeah, they did. Try to remember. Maybe he doesn't like Kristen Dunst. Kirsten, Kirsten. She was like eight when they made that movie together. So <laughs> right. I don't know what she did to take take Brad Pitt off, but maybe his co-stars from Cool World. <laughs> cool World was that the one where it was like part? He went to Cartoon World, yes, and it's Brad Pitt basically in a very very inferior version of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yes. <laughs> A new study says your brain, and I guess they just mean human brains in general, is not meant to be awake after midnight. This is going to come as bad news for night owls. Researchers from Mass General Research Institute believe they have scientific evidence that the human brain is not wired to be awake after midnight. After midnight, we're going to let it all hang out. Was that a, a, a lyric? Eric Clapton. Okay, there you go. No. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you something so more current. In a room full of millennials. Just an old man. The basic idea is that your internal circadian clock is tuned towards sleep it is. after midnight. It's, you can you can verify that. It's the system I gotta that tell you, wakes get, you up getting up as early up. as I do seems very unnatural. It seemed very unnatural for 30-some-odd years, <laughs> getting up that early. It's pretty painful. Also, it says that staying up after midnight triggers changes in the brain that cause people to view the world more negatively. Because they're tired. This also, may you- lead them lead to more impulsive behavior and high-risk decisions, which reminds me of words of wisdom that I picked up somewhere along the way. Nothing good happens after midnight. So your mom heard that you? one before. I don't know. No, not my mom, but somebody told me nothing good ever happens after midnight. Uh, some of the high-risk decisions, if you stay up after midnight, include drinking, overeating, gambling, and criminal activity. I definitely eat way more than I should. After midnight? Yeah. After midnight. I'm like a mogway. Like, I should not be eating. Mogway. Well, don't get in a pool because we don't need more of you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Be nice to him. Hey, but you, you do know, you remember I told you that I worked at UMC the night shift from yeah. 7 Well, and they do point out not everybody's up partying. There are pilots and uh, police officers and first nurses. responders and all kinds of people who have to work that shift. But they're saying... That shift, excuse me. <laughs> They're finding it. Oh important implications. Did you catch that, Joanna? Eh, no. That was just a stutter. Yeah. It was a stutter. Yeah. You he was trying hold. to ship them. I was trying to ship them. Let's move on. Uh, if you're a night owl by choice or out of necessity, don't be alarmed yet. 
Researchers say they're hoping there will be further studies. I will tell you this. Do you I, think that's the case that after mid... I just... I absolutely agree with this study. I, so, working from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. for years, I remember at like 4 a.m., my brain would hit a wall. And it would be you, you'd just be staying up, restocking stuff, just trying to stay up. Even, I think if I had a shift like that, I would just eventually start living my life as if I were a vampire. Well, that's what happens. <laughs> that's I what really happens would. is your life starts to turn because you're waking up at 7 p.m. at night to go to work. And then you go to bed at 7 a.m. You're going to bed at 7 a.m. Yeah, right. So I would black out all yep. the room. Had a blackout curtains? I, I would seriously Dude, I look in. Mine. I would look into buying a coffin. Oh, did you work <laughs> night shift, uh, Joanna, for, at the nursing home? Yeah, I did. Six uh, to six. And how did it affect your... Well, then I came over here to work the night shift. And so I did the overnights Not here. too different, except you're not responsible for people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right? We're putting sleepy people in charge of other p- people's health. <laughs> right. I mean, what? what's the alternative? You have Nobody. no alternative, right? Right. You got to have somebody to do it. Oh, and the worst was like, because you can't get off your shift till you're done with like the patient you're working with. And then you kind of have to brief the person coming yeah, you in after to, you. Yeah, you have to breathe. Uh, okay, so even when you, when you you clock out, report. you're still doing stuff, right? Well, sometimes even even when you're scheduled to clock out, a new patient would come in, and you and, and you if you had to start that, you would one. have to start. If I was scheduled to get out at seven, Wait, where's my where's my relief? They where's, might be running a little late. So, screw them. They're busy, <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or they're they're clocking in and getting ready. So if if I'm getting out at seven o'clock, if somebody came in at six fifty five. I would have to be with that person for the next hour. Oh, yeah, dude. I wouldn't leave sometimes until, like, 7. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. So you sometimes have to work until your your relief shows up. No, past that because sometimes I'm with the patient. Past that, yeah. yeah. So the, the relief's already there, but I'm with this other guy. It's not like you can just drop the patient and be like, all right, well, it's Ready? 6 a.m. Got to go. My hands are clean. Well, that's why we call those people heroes, right? <laughs> if your natural inclination... Day person or night person? Night person, but um, yeah, this job is hard. <laughs> there's gonna be uh, there's gonna be an after buzz podcast, so uh, count yep, yep. on that. We're gonna have an after buzz today. We're also gonna have Buzz Adams on demand uh, coming up later. So tea. go and subscribe to all of our podcast, and we'll talk to you tomorrow at six a.m. So long. That's the show for today. The Buzz Adams Morning Show will be back tomorrow at 